opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dan Spoon and Eric Bridges. Hey, guys. Well, thank you, Rick. How you doing? A pellet gun, uh, Rick Morin. Good to, <laughs> good, good to hear you tonight. It's been a little bit of a layoff. And uh, welcome to Let's Talk Sports with uh, Dan and Eric and our ACB sports fans. So, yeah, I got a, I got a, a mouthful of, of pits. You got a mouthful of pits. Very nice. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's been uh, it's been a few weeks off, but I am I'm I'm psyched and ready to go, Eric. How about you? We're actually playing some games in different. Yeah, kind of exciting. Yeah, just I uh, had to turn off the TV to force my son to get ready for bed. We were watching the Red Sox Yankees. Mm. And uh, ooh, what's so, the score? Yeah. What's the score of that one? I think it's five to nothing, Yankees. Um, ooh, Rick didn't want to hear that. Ah, uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It, the season's going to end next week anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have already ended for the Florida Marlins or the Miami. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it 18 members of, the, of their yeah. franchise? Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It is. So. So, yeah. So, it's fun here, Dan. Uh, just uh, trying to get kids in bed. And uh, I think Tyler just finished brushing his teeth. So, you're not going to hear a sonic error electric toothbrush in the background um <laughs> but yeah yeah well is, are the uh, nationals going to get to play some uh, some baseball here soon well they were supposed to play the marlins so uh, consequently yeah. they're they're not uh, playing until tuesday <laughs> so <laughs> this is like their all-star break i guess or something yes. you know the, like, the marlin break yeah that's a, yeah uh, which is uh, you know it'll, hopefully it'll be good for uh, steven strasberg who has had some uh, nerve issues in his his wrist and hand and hasn't started yet this year. So they signed him to that huge extension and uh, had all this time off. And uh, lo and behold, he had to get an injection last week. And mm-hmm. so hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to, to come back and pitch after this layoff. Well, I, I have to tell you, we're, uh, we're a little fired up in Orlando because we, you know, we have our, our major league soccer team, MLS team in Orlando, the the Orlando City Lions, and they have, you know, struggled, never really having made the playoffs. But now they have the, you know, they're having the the tournament, and it's in Orlando, so we kind of got home field advantage. But you don't have any fans, so I'm not sure how big of an advantage it is. But they. Uh, they won in penalty kicks last night and have moved on to the semifinals, which is pretty cool for a franchise that's never even made the playoffs. So that's pretty awesome. You know, we're going to have an interesting, um, uh, dubious distinction. We're going to have a football team here in town with no name playing without any fans in the stands this fall. <laughs> Now that's going to be a trivia question a hundred years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Washington football team. Well, well, you know, so, my yeah. going back into history, one of my favorite stories and, uh, you know, Rick was just a pup back then, so he'll remember it. But, uh, you know, during World War II, uh, the, <laughs> Eagles and the Steelers, I guess, didn't have enough players to actually form uh, a team. So, so for one year, 
they were, I believe that their name was the Steagles and they played an <laughs> NFL schedule. If you want to look it up, they played an NFL schedule, um, with half players from the Eagles and half players from the Steelers. And they, they were called the Steagles and, you know, and to listen to the players on this team, you know, you had to have some sort of, a, you know, a health condition that kind of kept you out of the, you know, out of the military draft. And so, you know, there were people that were hard of hearing or had one leg a little shorter than the other. I mean, it was all kinds of really interesting things about that team, but they, they actually did very well. I'll have some to, guys with bone spurs, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, if, if Tom Hansen's <laughs> on tonight, I bet, I bet he can, he can give us a little insight into the, the Steagles, but they were, they were competitive. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's how saying, you know, the, the baseball. Yeah. No, who knew? Yeah. There's just so much tremendous, strange, bizarre stuff that's going on right now. And so the, the nationals won uh, their game. Uh, I believe it was Wednesday night in 10 innings mm-hmm. um, four to nothing, but the stats were really strange. In their last half inning, uh, number one, uh, they were the road team in their mm-hmm. own stadium because in they their were own playing state. the Blue Jays. Okay, okay yeah, so who, who's not allowed enough, to right? play home games because of the Canadian <laughs> laws, yes. That's right. Yeah. And um, under the new rules, right, um, for extra innings, the, the international tiebreaker uh, runner uh, goes out to second base, right, to try mm. and finish the game quicker. Yep. Well, so Tanner Rainey, who throws about 98 miles an hour, comes out and uh, strikes out three guys. Yeah. But two guys were left on base. Okay. And he almost struck out the fourth guy. So how do you get two guys on base while striking out three and not allowing a hit or a walk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I assume right? he had. So, a, I assume he had a wild pitch on on strike. Yeah, three. on strike three. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was just. And he got, he almost got the fourth strikeout, which would have been cool. I've never seen a four strikeout <laughs> inning. I know that they've happened down through the years, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. pretty rare thing to, to see yeah. happen, but to uh-huh. leave two men on base, you know, with, like, with, with no walks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty yeah. well. And, and no errors, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Wild pitch probably don't call it an error. Yeah. So, right. So what are you drinking tonight? Uh, Sir Bridges? <laughs> I haven't had a chance yet, but um, it's, it's, super hot here so i think i might uh might have a hard seltzer actually corona makes a a hard seltzer so i I, we had a lot of talk at happy hour tonight about hard seltzers i mean he knew i guess they are the thing now you know they now everybody has a hard seltzer yeah it's kind of wild different flavors you know even like budweiser makes hard seltzers well they've got two different brands making them which is kind of strange yeah so everybody's favorite high class beer natty light right that brand yeah they they make (laughs) they make a hard (laughs) seltzer and i think they were among the first to to come to market with it right and then bud light is now doing it which is another (laughs) brand of anheuser-busch or or whatever they're calling themselves and so um and then to go along with a Corona and you get these like 12 packs or whatever. And it, there's like three different flavors. In right. The it's a variety. It's a, like a variety pack. Like you used to get exactly. chips to put in your uh, lunchbox, you know, your lunch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But they're pretty good. We tried them last weekend and uh-huh. it'd be kind of nice to try again. It's hot outside. And 
Yeah. It tastes good. So, hey, Dan, yeah. when we used to have Boone's Farm apple wine, now these yes. kids are drinking yeah, hard Boone's seltzer. Farm. Hard seltzer, yeah. Oh, hard oh, yeah. Seltzer. Well, you know, and you, when we grew up, Rick, it was the, the wine coolers were the rage, right, Debbie? Oh, yeah. I, I, everybody oh, yeah. had a wine oh, cooler. Yeah. There were like 14,000 flavors of wine coolers. Yeah. And if, yeah. if you were really, um, you know, if you had some money in your pocket, you used to buy stuff like cold duck. You remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Boone's Farm. I remember that very well. Yeah, Boone's Farm and Strawberry Hill. Sure. Oh, yeah. I remember playing a poker game and the guy won the first two pots and he said, all right, two bottles of Boone's Farm. I'm out of here. And he took half the money that we owned and left the poker game. <laughs> like we were settling down for a night of poker and he was gone with half our money, you know, going to buy Boone's Farm. Yeah. What was this horrible stuff that I, I drank in college? Uh, Mad Dog? 2020? Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. The fruit punch. Jeez. Had that little higher alcohol content. And then you had, uh, yeah. have you ever had this wine called Two Buck Chuck? Yes. <laughs> That's not Charles bad. Shaw. No, no, I think it's now like <laughs> Four Buck Chuck or something, oh, but yeah. 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 Did you guys ever have the beer Maximus Super? No. 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 That was one of those super, super, super high alcohol beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when I when I was in college, the ice beers were all the rage that had the, the super high alcohol content, Bud Ice and um mm-hmm. trying to remember uh Ice House and they all were just horrible tasting but had Lots of alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bud Ice commercials had the penguin, like drink Bud Ice, but beware, beware of the penguin. Beware of oh, the yeah. penguin. They'd be hiding in like in the, in the speaker or in s- somewhere in the house. And you go doobie, doobie, doo, and boom, pop open. And the woman would scream and run away. Like it was an <laughs> ax murder or something. It was ridiculous. Well, there you go. Well, well, I think we've covered the waterfall of, of alcohol yeah. talk here this evening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let the frat party continue. Yeah. I, <laughs> the kegger, you know, PBR, you know, $22 by the keg, you know. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> hey, guys, we got we got Ray Campbell here. Well, Ray Campbell. Itch, itching to say something. Our so. Packer fan. Oh, I, right. I got, oh, let's but, see if we can get Ray to open up. What do you got? Here. Welcome, Ray. Hey. Hey, good evening. Hey, guys. Good evening. Good evening. You good know, evening. Uh, you know. So, so a couple things while you guys were talking. I'll bet none of you have ever had Point beer from Stevens Point, Point Wisconsin. Point. Oh, oh I, I tell you who has that talked about it is Tom Hansen. We'll have to have him on. Hopefully, he's. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet. He I bet he's had I, it. Yeah. That was that was what we used to when I was in tech school. That was what, I went to school in Wausau, about forty miles north of Stevens Point, and mm-hmm. that's what we used to drink. It was like really cheap and stuff like that. The other thing mentioning Kegger, did you guys know that uh, earlier this week was the anniversary of Animal House? Oh, how was it a bit? Was it a biggie like 40 or 50 years? I don't remember what year it was, but it was like toga, toga. The the line, the line I remember in that movie that you know, where um, you know, uh, what was the guy's name? He's trying to motivate everybody to you know, to, to, to stay fired up and not be depressed. And he's like, (laughs) Are you with me? Are you still with me? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, yes. and it's yeah. not over now. Let's go, go, go. <laughs> yep. So my, my favorite quote <laughs> is the dean that comes to the frat house to shut him down. Yeah. And he's looking at um he's looking at Belushi's character and he goes, 
fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the so, young uh, kid, what was his name? Flounder? Yeah. Yes. Flounder. <laughs> we'd, like, I, well, we'd like to dance with your dates. <laughs> well, well, now, well now, I, now, I, now I'll tell you guys a story. I actually uh, went with some... We, uh, when I was in tech school, in my second year, we actually, uh, me and some friends of mine dressed up in togas and actually mm-hmm. dressed up in sheets, actually went and saw animal house. Now, here was the problem, though. Okay, mm-hmm. now, now, I'm the blind guy, and nobody, only, I had to find somebody, because I had one arm free, and I had to find somebody with the opposite arm free so I could go sighted guide properly. So... <laughs> <laughs> the problems we have, you know. <laughs> so it was who it knew was, toga it, parties could be so hard. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Accessible exactly. togas hadn't been invented <laughs> at that point. <laughs> oh, mm, there's so, so much advocacy that went on for that. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Uh, you Clark forgot, Clark, you we forgot got your here. diaper pins. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Clark and Claire, you got work to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, no. I've been. I've been. I've certainly, like you guys, have been enjoying the baseball this week. Uh, hopefully, it'll continue for a little while longer. I. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but the Cubs are still perfect. They haven't had anybody test positive. Oh wow! Oh, they haven't won a game yet, but they're they're, they're doing really well, good. The, Cub, the, the Cubs virus, actually. The Cubs no, have just won about five games. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, yeah, so, uh, but I guess, I guess, and I heard around summer camp time, their pitching coach had it for a while, Tom Hadovy, mm-hmm. and um, really was wanted to be back with the team so you could tell because he had quite a bout with it. So uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, <clears throat> pretty interesting. But um, I want to switch over because I'm, I'm a little psyched up today uh, to college basketball because I just read today that uh, Ayasumo is coming back for Illinois, as is uh, Kofi Colbert couple of their great players. So uh, I think the Fighting Illini are going to be doing some fighting in the wintertime, assuming we have a college basketball season. A couple of the best games that I saw this year were Iowa versus Illinois. Um, oh, they, they did play some good games last past yeah, year. Yes. Yeah, national TV. They were, mm-hmm. they were incredible. And Iowa won one and Illinois won the other. And, mm-hmm. and we're waiting to hear whether or not Luca Garza is going to come back from, uh, mm-hmm. from Iowa. And mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, Boy, you know, with all the baseballs dealing with, um, what do you? Well, well, first of all, Dan, you got the other, you got the other thing going on down in Orlando, the big NBA bubble. Yes, we got the the, the soccer bubble, the NBA bubble, and, and the NBA. I got to tell you, they're kind of doing it right by by keeping everybody, you know, kind of quarantined and and in one area. I think they mm-hmm. have a really good chance of getting through the season. I, really I do too. I think the NHL does too. They, they've got yeah. two bubbles, but I think they're going to mm-hmm. be okay. And, and I was thinking in retrospect today, MLB could have actually done like three bubbles, a central bubble, an East mm-hmm. bubble and a West bubble if they wanted to. I, but I, I think the players were talking about that, right? I, yeah. I, I think the players didn't want to do it. I think that's what got. Yeah. Them. Yeah. yeah. Cause, yeah. um, because I was thinking today, you know, they could have done New York, Chicago, L.A. It would have been perfect. They each have two major league parks. Mm-hmm. Um, although I could make an argument for Milwaukee being the central bubble by four, one four-letter word, rough. Mm-hmm. And you can make sure that they don't have two stadiums up there. So, right, right. Um, yeah, so, 
So what do you, what do you guys think? You think they're going to, you think we're going to, you think baseball is going to get shut back down or uh, what do you guys I, think? I think they're going to play through it. And, and I think teams that, that get the virus, they're, they're going to hold them. It's like, you know, you, you have your chance here. And if you don't, don't keep control of your players, then you'll yeah. pay the price. I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think so too. I, I hope, I hope that's what happens. I, you know, maybe this will kind of, get some of these other players to realize, Hey, you know, they're pretty serious about these protocols and we better, uh, we better follow them. But, uh, boy, and, and I understand that the NFL, uh, it's pretty severe if you violate their protocols. I mean, there's financial penalties and stuff, from what I understand. So, uh, we'll have to see where that goes, but, um, um, I just gonna be interesting with no preseason games this year. No, for the Washington football team. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Of all the years where you'd want to see a little extra crappy football, you know, we're not mm-hmm. going to get it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not yep. a fan of preseason football, but this is one of these years where I'd, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more. But yeah, um, back to the back to the coronavirus thing. So for, for baseball, Ray, did you hear about what happened to Juan Soto from the Nationals? I, um, wasn't it something like he got like a bunch of negative tests and then... Uh, something came up positive and he'd been playing and stuff like that. Is that well, no, he his first test. He tested positive. They now believe it was a negative or a false positive, positive yeah. because he had a whole bunch of negative tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nationals cleared him. Major league baseball cleared him, but the DC health department has yet to clear him. To play. Oh, wow. So at this point, you know, it's like you have all these layers and the last one is, I guess government now that has control <laughs> over whether or not to allow a player to, to go back and begin to practice. Cause he, you know, wow. he's not allowed to be around the team. Um, wow. Well, until he's well, how, how would you like to be a Toronto blue Jay though? Trying to figure out where you're going to oh play. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they were just here. They played two home games here. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but, yeah. But I thought, I thought what was funny was, you know, they, they thought, well, we'll just go play in Pittsburgh. And then and, and back to your point, Eric, government yeah. said, uh-uh, you're not doing that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. It's interesting. Um, but you know what I've been watching try, during this before baseball got back? I've been watching a lot of golf. Yeah. And it's been, I've I, I always enjoyed watching golf because I love listening to the sounds of the outdoors and I'm hitting the ball and stuff like that. But uh, it's been my, it's been my sports fix up until uh, uh, baseball got back with the Cubs and stuff. But what do you guys think about the, um, first of all, I, I actually like the fake crowd noise. It, you know, it was kind of, when they said they were going to do that, I said, oh, it's just going to be this din. The crowd actually reacts. Yeah, I, I I I really enjoyed the the fake crowd noise with the baseball games, and yeah, and what's kind of interesting as a blind person, you know, I'm kind of almost getting the full experience where my sighted friends are like really bummed that there's nobody in the stands, <laughs> but you know, it sounds like there's people in the stands to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. How do you how do you guys feel about the radio broadcast? So especially the road ones where they're doing off the monitors. I think they've been per- the ones I've listened to have been pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. And stuff, but, but Bob Euchre, man, he is just complaining up a storm about it. He was complaining up a storm about doing it mm-hmm. uh, last week. And of course, when you've done it the same way for 50 years, I guess it's a little tricky to adjust. So yeah. it, it's, it's interesting. So 
All right, guys. Well, thank you, Ray. Thanks for yeah. calling in. And, 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 I, and I am drinking tonight. I am drinking yes. a glass of, of a beer called Tail Wags the Dog. It's from a local microbrewery here in town called Two Hound Red. They brew their own beer, and it's called Tail Wags the Dog. So I'm going to have some of that. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> so don't good. tell Trent. Okay, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. See you, Ray. All right. Care, Ray. All right. Thanks for calling in. You got it. Mr. Mr. Spoon, I, uh, I forgot to ask you, what are you imbibing? I'm having a, I'm having a little crown of my crown apple. So, um, you know, I, I, I brought a little bottle down with me to, uh, to the keys. So I figured I, I needed to break it out for, for the let's talk, talk sports show tonight. So hey. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. It was, uh, <laughs> enjoyable, uh, enjoyable happy hour and it's continuing on with let's talk sports so life is good <laughs> outstanding all right hey i gotta ask you before our next caller um i got a um you know an email from our uh, university of florida athletic director and he was um you know sending out kind of the the at least the commissioner's proposal has got to be approved by the all the the sec athletic directors but kind of the proposal for the college football season so they they proposed a 10 game schedule of only sec teams which seemed very strange to me because how the sec gets so many teams in bowl games is they all play you know, three or four weeks sisters, which then gets <laughs> right. their record up. So, Savannah so State, 10, yeah, yeah. 10 conference games is going to be brutal for them. But, but what, what he was saying in the write-up was that they're really, he, they want control over the environment. So by playing all conference games, they can kind of control the schedule. They can control, you know, the attendance. They, they kind of have a, a lot of flexibility to, to make it through the season. And so they're actually, they're not going to open the season until September 26th. So almost the end of September. And then they're going to play their championship game on December 19th and give everybody off the week before that. And they get one bye week during the season. So, and they're going to play a 10 game conference only schedule. So that, that was kind of interesting to me. And I'm, I'm curious to see how it all plays out because there's going to be some, SEC teams that go, you know, zero and ten or one and nine, it's going to be kind of brutal for some. It of them. will be, and I, um, the Big Ten, I believe, announced that they're not going to play any um, out of conference games as well. But I haven't right. heard what the uh, total amount of games they're, they're expecting to play. As I think the SEC sort of got out in front of that, um, mm-hmm. but it would. I mean, it would seem to me that the Big Ten uh, would would likely do something very similar to that. And, yeah. Um, I, I, I could see all the conferences kind of jumping on that. Now the ACC announced that they're going to play, they're allowed to play one out of conference game, but it has to be in state. So, oh. so university of central Florida immediately put a challenge out to Florida state and Miami to say, we're ready. Yeah. You know, like uh, it on. Georgia tech can play Georgia. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not because 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 the SEC is not playing any out of conference games, so oh, it's got to be right. not, no, it's no, got to okay, be a non Power okay. Five conference team. So that's going to be kind of <clears throat> interesting. And I'm thinking like the ACC, you've got Duke and uh, North Carolina State, North Carolina, Wake Forest. You know, 
you know, is UNC Charlotte going to have like four games on their schedule with ACC opponents? Or something? I don't know. I'm just gonna like, yeah. who is that going to be? All yeah. these lesser schools are going to lose their butts by not being able to go and get paydays, but there'll be like four or five. There's going to be like four or five of them. They're going to get rich. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. It's four or five of those directional schools are going to do really well. Yeah. 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 So. Well, Rick, who have we got? We got another. Uh, yeah, we sure do. We've got Kim. Kim. Now, is, you don't think this is Kim, do you? Well, it says <laughs> it says Kim. Oh, well, hello. You Brian. don't sound like her. <laughs> Welcome. I don't sound anything like her, do I? No. <laughs> Welcome, Patriots, Red Sox, and Bruins fan. How are Patriots, you? Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins, Celtics. Celtics. Just, just, just a few. Just yeah. a few. Um, I was calling in because I've been uh, getting some complaints about the MLB, what used to be called at bat, ah. but the MLB app has mm-hmm. taken a couple of steps backward right, ah. in terms of accessibility. The buttons that you used to be able to pick, you know, the away broadcaster, the home broadcaster, or the Spanish, and occasionally, you know, a national broadcast mm-hmm. are not labeled and it appears that they are not in a consistent order either um so i'm working on getting their attention on this we we may need an advocacy effort come monday huh there you go there you Mm go wow um okay did did they give it at a reduced price this year brian uh with the reduced season no about 15 dollars for the season okay Okay. So, nope, no reduced price. They, they didn't do a reduced price. Okay. There are some other things that are, are improvements. Uh, although they can, it's easier to jump between games. So mm-hmm. if you want to be listening to three different games around the country, it's much easier to move back and forth between them. But uh, not knowing whether or not what you're about to tap is going to bring you the game in Spanish is... A bit of a bummer. That is. Wow. Now, a couple other things about this whole baseball thing. There are two other things I wanted to mention. There is a new podcast out there called Talk Description to Me. Talk Description to Me. Okay. It's uh, actually out of Toronto. Hmm. And they've got an audio describer interacting with a totally blind lady who's asking him questions about things that aren't described in the news, on television, in the media, in one form or another. Mm-hmm. So she was, he was describing to her some of the visual oddities of baseball, mm-hmm. not the least of which is the cutout characters being placed in the stands. <laughs> in some cases, like here in Boston, they've, you can get a cutout in your name put up in the on the green monster yeah for a donation toward cancer research that's wild okay <laughs> that cool that's one i thing. like it but we gotta have a lot of blind guys in the stands giving a donation to acb there you go huh yeah and yeah. the other one that was interesting is uh the mets yeah have a whole bunch of cutout uh characters sitting in the seats behind home plate so uh-huh. when the cameras are taking video of the pitching going on 
you see all these cutout characters behind the home plate. <laughs> and they're not just the same character over and over again. It's a total mix. Oh, they trade them in and out. Characters. And they're just the torsos, of course. You know, you're not seeing uh, legs anyway. And yeah, nobody's yeah. standing up to cheer. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the advent of this whole uh, business, that's interesting to me. The other one is, have, have any of you seen the uh, manager come out and have an argument with an umpire yet? Yes. It's, it's hilarious. It is so bizarre. <laughs> so the manager comes out yes. and he's, you know, fuming and he's going to yes. come up there and, and give that, <laughs> that, that, that umpire. He's not a spitting piece tobacco juice in his face. No. But he no. has, but he comes out and then he puts his mask on. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then, then the umpire puts his hell. mask on. Yes. And then they get within six feet. Well, just outside of six feet from one another. And by then, all the wind has left their sails, you know? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. The, uh, that the, so the, the Blue Jays manager came out and was arguing balls and strikes. And he got, he got like within this zone of, you know, reaching six feet. <laughs> and, the, and the umpire like waved him back. And waved him back, and he kept going back, and then finally the the manager said, "You know, I've had enough," and he stood his ground. Yeah, and it was uh, it happened to be Joe West that he was arguing. Oh with. my He'd god, Cowboy Joe West! Years. Oh Cowboy, yeah, yeah. he's always yeah, up yeah. for a fight. Oh yeah, you know, and and so then and then he started to wave him closer, <laughs> and they got their masks on, and the announcers were were speculating that the reason why Joe West was waving him in. Wasn't because he was going to fight him, but he was probably having a hard time understanding what he was saying behind the mask. <laughs> exactly. You know that that could be a new part of the uh, layout of the field, right now. So, so for the umpire behind home plate, you could now have like a six foot circle, you know, mm -hmm. that goes around him. That's the uh, you know the, where the manager has to stop if he's coming out to argue. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> come like, to the batter's box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. know, it, it kind of on those same terms, Brian, I was watching the, you know, the opening game with the Nationals against uh, the Yankees and John Carlos Stanton hit that inning and they're like, okay, so there it is out in left center field. Well, that, how long will that ball stay out there? You know, because there's, there's no, no fans. And sure enough, some guy ran over and grabbed it. So I don't know where he <laughs> came from, but they, uh, you know, it's like, you know, God, is that ball going to be there to like after the game's over? <laughs> they, they do this one other attendance game, right? Um, yep. During the radio broadcast every game, right? And it's so funny, the, <laughs> the attendance that night, the three options were 41,000, which would have been a sellout. Mm -hmm. 34, 950 or 153. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did the, uh, did the presidents still run the bases, Eric? I don't think so. Yeah. I would be, I, they'd have I to social that, distance. Sure. Yeah. Six feet apart. Yeah. 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 I don't exactly. think that's happening. One of the other interesting aspects of all of this, uh, Ray was talking about, uh, the crowd sound, right? Yeah. Now I like the crowd sound. It does add a little atmosphere to things and they seem to do it quite well so it's not just general rumble in the background when a catch is made or a whatever they're queuing up you know 
cheering at different times. Uh, the, the, the technicians, the sound technicians are pretty good. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. They're doing well. Mm -hmm. But one of the interesting things, if you pay real attention, mm -hmm. you can hear the ball players talking to one another, calling off one another on a, you know, when a center mm -hmm. fielder and left fielder going after the same ball, you can hear them yelling at one another. I got it. I got to listen careful, but it's there. Uh, it's, it's pretty the cool. Sound. And that's nothing you would ever normally hear. That's right. Right? Exactly right. So yeah. it's not all bad. It's, little, it's more than slightly quirky. And, uh, of course, the, uh, the statisticians are going crazy, like you were saying, Eric, right? There's some weird stats going to come out of this season. So in all future seasons, it's going to be, well, the uh, home run champion was, well, except for that year. They're going to be, it's like the yeah. whole scorebook in every sport is going to have a big asterisk. Exactly. Just every, every number <laughs> out there. Yeah. I mean, what is, what is the home run king for 2020 going to be? How many are they going to hit in 60 games? Is somebody yeah. going to hit 20? Do you think somebody will hit 20 in 60 games? I bet somebody does. I the ball is do. the ball's still continuing to fly out. So, oh yeah, you know, and with both both leagues having the DH too, that's the other new yeah, thing this year. Quirky mm -hmm. thing this year, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like baseball threw everything in. You know, everything we wanted to try, let's give it. You know, they can't stop us this year. So they, I. How do you like the second the guy at second base uh, for extra innings to start? You know, the kind of the the international rules for for games. I kind of like it. There is a book out there uh, about the longest game in baseball. Yeah. That that was a minor league game uh, between the Pawtucket Reds, Pawtucket Red Sox, mm -hmm. our farm team. And I think it was the uh, Red Wings. Um, Wasn't it like 30 plus innings? Yeah, it was 33 innings. Yeah, that's where I had in my mind. Yeah. Because there was a misprint in the rule book the rule book said that you know um that no game would go on beyond i can't remember what it was uh one hour after midnight or some such thing but the rules book misprinted that page mm -hmm. and so there was no rule way to end the game mm -hmm. and by the time the game was over you were talking about Low numbers in the stands. Mm -hmm. Try fourteen <laughs> in the stands when it was all said and done. Mm -hmm. And uh, and one of them was Carl Richardson. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Would not be at all surprised. Wow. Anyway, so this idea of having some form of you know instant death kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, as a way to bring things to an end. Uh, I don't know about you. There's so much talk in baseball about we got to get it to move faster. We've got to get it to move faster. Put mm -hmm. a time clock on pitching. Put a, a limit on uh, the number of minimum innings that a pitcher can pitch, right. uh, and all this kind of stuff. But when I'm when I buy a ticket to a game, the last thing I want is for it to be short. I've paid by the hour for that experience. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I, I'd rather have it go long than go short in the scheme mm -hmm. of things mm -hmm. on radio. Probably not so much, especially when they're West coast games. 
Right. Well, I guess what it does too in today's modern baseball, it it just destroys teams pitching staffs. You know, when you have these yeah. 17 and 18 inning games and mm-hmm. all the relievers have pitched and the starters now out of rotation and but but there's some guy in the minor leagues who's really happy because he's going to be called up the next day. You know exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, and with with minor league baseball canceled, that's going to be a fun experience. Mm-hmm. How how are they going to choose who to bring up, bring up, bring over? Yeah, bring them through the back door. Yeah, beyond their forty man roster, I don't know if they get much of a choice. In the way no, and they've got year. what a forty-man roster for the first two weeks, right? And then it goes yeah. down to thirty for the next, I think, two, and then it goes down to twenty-six, or at least that's what I've heard. Yeah. And those forty, um, I bet they're going to decide are still available. You know, to, right? I'm in the play. Yeah, yeah. So. It's again, everything about it is quirky. Yeah. it's kind of fun. It. Yeah, it's it things is. that'll never happen again. It's kind of cool. It, It'll remind you that to this, yeah. this is an entertainment. You know, this is uh, how do I put it? Uh, you, you can't take it so seriously. It's an entertainment, one game at a time. Enjoy them while we can. That's Indeed. right. Well, thank okay. you, sir. Enjoy, yeah, Brian. Thanks for Great thanks for you. participating. Hey, yeah. Yeah, say hi to Brian for us, okay? Yeah, I'll say hi to Brian. <laughs> and, and, and a shout out to uh, you know the the Brian and Carl have a. Uh, new podcast called uh, picture this all about audio description and just look up uh you know picture this and apparently there's about 14 titles out there with that so then you got to put in brian or carl and and you'll get them so yeah. you got it you got thank it. you fourth, all right fourth awesome. one goes out tonight all right good talk, luck beautiful talk to you later thank now guys all right see Bye. you now take care you guys ready for the next one we are sure linda yaks Linda Yaks from Arkansas. Go Razorbacks. You know what's awful is I'm still a Colorado fan at heart. Oh, I was going to say, suey. <laughs> so I have Color, are you a Colorado Buffalo then? Well, yeah, I'm a Buffs fan. Yeah. Oh, and very I'm a nice. Broncos fan. And so, oh. yeah. And so one of my questions is, do either of you know how my Rockies are doing? Oh. I don't know. I don't. Okay. Let me let me let me ask. Hold on. <laughs> Didn't uh, Ian Desmond decide he was going to sit out this season um, for I, I personal am, reasons? You know, I'm such a bad fan because we don't live there anymore, and I did not renew my NLB app this year. Um, I, I guess it was. Linda, the Rockies are four and two and in second place in the NL West. All right. Maybe they'll. Yeah. So they're I, probably I, in the playoffs right now. Yeah. I was joking and said, you know, they seem to, to come alive after the All Star ba- break. Maybe this mm. is their year. <laughs> now, have you ever had a chance to go to a game, uh, yes. you know, a Rockies yes. game? That oh, just yes. seems like a really cool uh, stadium. Uh, I, have, I, I have not. Let me think. Have I been to Coors Field? Um, yes, I have been. Mm-hmm. I have not been to the new Invesco Field. Um, okay. Or whatever they're going to name it this year. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and, it, and have you ever seen the Denver Broncos? Have you ever gone to Mile High? Yes. I oh, that that actually, is a, must be a great atmosphere. I was, oh my. I was actually honored to be at the 
last game that John Elway played at Mile High when we beat the Jets to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, now that's wow. a memory. That we, is a we, memory. We, some, it was one of those things where we listened to the radio that morning and somebody couldn't go and they put their tickets out for sale and I managed to be first caller in and got them. And I don't mm. remember what I paid for them and I probably don't want to remember what I paid for them ever, <laughs> but you know. Um, but yeah, we were able to go and that was really fun. And we had decent seats. So yeah. Who was, so I had, was it, I had, go ahead. Who was their running? Was it Terrell Davis? Who was their running back? He was really yeah. good. Yeah, Terrell Davis, other, right yeah, out of, yeah. out of yeah. University of Georgia. He was a star. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Oh yeah. The oh, tight Shannon. end. Oh, oh Shannon. Yeah. Nobody could talk like Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> and he still does. Nobody still can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's as loud as ever. Oh, yes. Um, so I had three things. One was to find out about me, Rockies. And then I had to laugh when you were talking about the cutouts. And I thought, yeah. here's a whole new meaning to Flat Stanley. <laughs> it does. It and does. the other thing I was going to say was, I um, I jokingly thought about this. I was thinking, now, what does all this drinking have to do with baseball or sports? And then I realized, it's because you miss ice cold beer right here. You, you got it. You know what? But Linda, what I don't miss is the last baseball game I went to, I ordered a round of beers for the guys from our Florida Council of the Blind. We went, it's just so happened we were having our state convention. The Marlins were playing the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa, and that's where our convention was. So we took uh -huh. a whole bus over for the game. Paul Edwards and Jim Crott and a few of those oh, guys. And so, fun people. so I said, oh, hey, here comes the beer vendor. I'll, I'll order a round of beers. I ordered like seven beers and it cost me $63. Oh yeah. They're Leslie went out and got a couple of helmets of ice cream, which cost $42. I hadn't even had the first pitch and I was out over a hundred bucks. Yeah. Just a concession. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I said, holy cow. So I got to tell you, I'm not missing the prices. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure not. I will, for my I, beverages. <laughs> one of the interesting things about the Rockies, um, uh, concession stands is they had some visually impaired people working their concessions, which we okay. thought was really cool. And so oh, that's nice. Anyway, I love sports. I'm, I just, I miss, I kind of miss being closer to the major leagues and, uh, yeah. um, and I, I mean, we, we joke, I'll tell you my funny story. We joke cause my, my son, bless his traitorous little heart is an oak. <laughs> I won't say Oakland. I'll say Raiders fan. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Well, that's that's bad if you're if you're living, if you're a Broncos oh. fan. Yeah. And yeah. so, but the joke is that when we play each other, somebody gets to win. Uh huh. Yeah. Now, so living <laughs> in Arkansas, help me here. So, if you live in Arkansas, what what markets are you in in Arkansas? Are you in the Texas markets? The, are you still in the Colorado markets? Who do you no, Who do you get on your uh, on your mostly on TV? I, well, we get a lot. We get some of the Royals, and we get mm. uh, some of the St. Louis teams. Um, oh, we, we okay. get Kansas City, and it's depending on on what who's playing when, kind of. We'll get okay. some of the Texas teams, but it, we get our TV out of Springfield, Missouri, so we get a little more of the Missouri teams. I I, I hadn't realized that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so but I I this has been fun. I've enjoyed it. Well, thank you, Linda. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? We didn't ask you. 
Ice cold Coke here. Oh, very nice. Very awesome. nice. Well done. On the rocks. Uh, on the rocks, yes. Very good. Thanks, Linda. Bye, guys. All right, bye. Karen Campbell's here, guys. Hey, hey. Karen. How are you? How are you guys tonight? We're good. good. How about yourself? Good. I'll be even happier if uh, we manage to make it through the baseball season. Oh, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to yep, happen. It will. I yeah. hope so. I think I saw a notification. Somebody from the Marlins is in trouble. Somebody, like half the team. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like 18 of them, I think. <laughs> yeah, 21 of them, I thought. Oh, is it up to 21? Oh, my now? goodness. Oh, wow. Some, some of them get uh, an offense and defense. <laughs> yeah, some of them should be recovering soon. You know, maybe they'll be able. Yeah. But I thought I saw in the score app something about somebody from Marlins being punished for something. I didn't catch the whole notification. So. Oh, okay. We'll have to look into it. Yeah, and what do you think the chances are the football season goes? I think it's really good. I I think the NFL is going to play. I think they may play with reduced fans in the stands, but I think they're going to play. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, hope I agree. So. Yeah. I mean that that TV revenue is something none of them want to give up, and I think the That's for you know sure. the commissioner has a lot more control in, in the NFL environment than they do in Major League Baseball. So I I think they're going to play. They may delay a little bit. I don't know. They may not start. For, for, you know, until a little bit later in September. I don't know, but they're going to play. And I, and I, it's kind of, I mean, interesting to see how they start without any preseason games. I think that's going to, you know, yeah, that's gonna it's going to be nice for games to be meaningful games right at the beginning. Yeah. Think about a yeah. team like the Buccaneers with, uh, mm-hmm. with Brady and Gronkowski. And uh, yep. did I see they signed LaShawn McCoy? Um, oh, did they sign him the, back? The corpse oh. of LaShawn McCoy, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, you know, there's a bunch of new players and yeah. Yeah, other teams yeah. that, yeah. But mm-hmm. the, uh, but the, uh, the uh, question mark is going to be who opts out. Yeah, yeah there and are there'll some be a, players. There'll be a few I saw. Opt already. Yeah, I saw Hightower, right, opted out for the Patriots. Yeah, there's, there's like four of, or yeah. five Patriots, I think, yeah. that have opted out. Yeah, yeah there's there's six. Yeah. Six, okay. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see how Belichick does this year with uh, without Brady. And this will be the real uh, a real test of his uh, of, of his coaching, right? Is it is it talent or is it his skill? You know, I think it'll be interesting. Did they end up with um, – they, they ended up with um, – with Newton, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those, they, got those a, are, they got a good those deal. Those are two personalities. So that will be interesting to see how that yeah. works out. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Rick? You're you're an old Patriots fan. I, I, I haven't really been paying attention, Dan. I'm sorry. What? what <laughs> have you been concentrating on the convention? Like where where, where, where <laughs> is your attention been? You know? I, I've been a little preoccupied, but Rick, I, I got to get those priorities. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm tuned in tonight, so you guys can tell yeah. me what's going on. So Yeah, well, that's good. Do, do you yeah. have like a big screen TV in your garage ready to go for football season? No, no. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, actually, you know, big screen on the uh, on the computer, I suppose I could I could mm-hmm. play. Uh, Bags of Cheetos. There, but, 
Yeah, bag yeah. of Cheetos. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the Coke and the, the, the Diet Coke's a hell of a lot cheaper well in the garage too. Is it? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's oh, true. Gotta be able to keep them cold though. Yeah. <laughs> you got a refrigerator in there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, At least no, a mini fridge? Yeah, a couple coolers. And, you know. A couple of coolers. I, I, I have to tell you, this is a little little aside, but, uh, you know, Eric and I were, were part of the, the green room with Rick during the conventions. So while people were watching videos, uh, you know, of, of some of our sponsors and, and presentations, you know, we were kind of in the green room chatting and, and for those of you who don't know, I mean, really the control central for the, for the convention was, was Rick's garage. He had three tables and four computers and three zoom licenses and a couple of switchers, right, Rick? And it was all set up, but, but then every once in a while, uh, you know, it'd be like garbage day and, and Rick would, would raise the garage door at the appropriate time to take out the trash <laughs> or whatever. It would scare the living hat out of all of us that were That's like, right. oh, That's my God, right. he's under attack. What are we going to do now? You know? right. <laughs> my family was protesting. I don't know how many times I asked my daughter to go through the front door. No, 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 no. Maybe no. She, she wasn't listening, was she? Yeah. But it, it, it never happened, though, when, uh, to disturb us on the air. But uh, believe me, I came out of my chair every time that happened. Oh, Rick did an absolutely amazing job. But yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. But there's some outtakes, if we've got them recorded, that would just be hilarious. Yeah, I'm telling you. Bloopers yeah, well, of the convention. The, the yeah. funny part about it is all of the uh, green room stuff, we do have that, that recorded. Oh, no. So yeah. we, we've got some gems in there, let me tell oh, you. I, I bet. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I bet. Oh, that's great. Well, Karen, what do you think? So what? what's, uh, you know, are, are you and Ray planning on uh, making a date at a Green Bay Packers game this year? I uh, don't think so. Not no? this year. That's quite, a, that's quite a whirlwind romance the two of you guys had. Yeah. <laughs> For your big anniversary. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a fun weekend, though. You, well, you at least need to get some Johnsonville brats and at least have a cookout in the backyard or something, you know? <laughs> Do your own Campbell oh. tailgating. <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> at some point in the future. Brats right. have been hard to find them in the store. I don't know if you guys have been trying to buy brats lately or not. But I mean, the last time I heard Johnsonville brats, they were sponsoring the cornhole uh, international yeah. competition. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, Remember they, those heavy oh, days? Oh, yeah. Heavy days on ESPN. Yeah. Is that the latest thing to me in shortage besides quarters and aluminum cans? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, who knew? This right. COVID thing is going to kill us yet, you know? Yeah. Uh, in ways we, we weren't expecting. So. Indeed. Huh. Well, Karen, thank you for calling in. What are you, what are you drinking tonight, Karen? Uh, nothing right now. Oh, well, you get a sip of, uh, you know, of... Uh, of uh, uh of, of so. Ray's wag the dog or whatever that <laughs> wag tail wag the dog. Tail wag the dog yeah. I don't think so. I'm okay. not a beer drinker. All right. <laughs> All right. Well thanks, Karen. Have a good yeah, evening. Have a good evening. You okay. Too. Right, bye -bye. Leslie. Leslie, how you doing, kiddo? Here she comes. Hey Rick. Hey, hey Rick. Leslie. Can you hear me? Uh, we hey, can hear guys. you just fine. Good evening. Good, good evening. How's it going? 
it's it's going well. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so Eric, I have to asleep. ask you. The kids are asleep. Are you drinking your your uh, Corona? Um, what was it? Cider. I've heard so much about yeah. cider tonight. I, think uh, I, I know about it's cider. A, it's a hard seltzer. <laughs> So, yeah, the seltzer. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, they were they were drinking that at the pool today. So it was going around at the pool also. So okay. it's a big thing down here. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a, um, I am excited about NFL. Are you guys excited? I think I lost Dan. So um, are you guys excited about NFL? Are you excited, Eric, about NFL? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I. Uh, I lost my, my Dan. Favorite. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It's not a very big room, but we lost Dan. <laughs> I think he's yeah. refreshing his drink. Ah, yes. Yeah, uh, two Saturday evenings in a row for us uh, on yes, ACB yes, Radio. Yes, yes, yeah. oh, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Who knew in the Keys we were going to be on ACB Radio so much? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, you know, um, yeah. I'm a, I've been a fan of the Chiefs since I was literally about five years old. And so oh, okay. I've got, I've got is great. Uh, he is, he's awesome. And having them be yeah. able to, to defend their, uh, their championship and um, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. I tell you, my mother, my, my mother made a bet on him this year. So, you know, she lives in Vegas and she doesn't really, she loves video poker. You know, I've told you about her video poker stuff. Yes. But so I told her, I said, why don't you bet on the football? Your money will last longer. You know, you got, you got a long time and the football game goes on. So now she's a Mahomes fan. So now she's waiting for football to start so she can start betting again. Okay. Wow. (laughs) So, I mean, was she, have they set lines for you know, yardage no, or they're not, they're, or like they're only that. doing golf. They're only, they're only betting on golf okay. right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Golf. And I think NASCAR, but no, no, uh, maybe baseball now. So but how she do you been, make she money on golf? How do you make money gambling on golf? Well, um, they, do you know, yeah, they, well, you, oh, dance back. <laughs> you bet on, you know, you bet on, they have odds for you to win the tournament. Right. So you've got, you know, you've got, you know, there's like uh, over a hundred players. That yeah. So, so what they do, so they, they have odds on maybe the top 40 or 50 and then the 51st okay. bet is the field. So then if anybody wins, that's not one of those 50, that's the field bet. And, and there's odds on the field. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. my brother and her had like a, um, they bet four people two weeks ago, but they didn't win at all. So <laughs> but they put like 40 bucks. And she's like, if somebody comes in, I can win like 300. I'm like, okay. But then she said they didn't win. (laughs) I've got a buddy. When we go out for March Madness, Eric, he bets several hundred dollars on the Masters because that comes up like, you know, two weeks later after March Madness. And he'll have, he'll have, you know, four, five, six, six different golfers. And he'll put a couple long shots in there and a couple of, you know. And he, he loves it. He, you know, he, he bets on the masters every year. So one of never- the, one of the more degenerate things that I've witnessed a few times, we've Rebecca and I have been to Vegas many times mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, two or three times we've been out there in August mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, the amount of people that will gamble on preseason NFL games, preseason um, isn't it NFL great? Games. that great. is, yeah. wow. Yeah. But With, that is, I love it. Whoa. Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. With, with, yeah, with people, I love it. 
with people you've never heard of playing by the time the game's over. But it's, but it's great. You're rooting for these damn people that you don't even know. Oops, sorry. Those people that you don't know about. Sorry about that. I'm in the, you know, uh, sorry, I forgot I was on radio. You know, and you're like, go, go whoever, you know, and then they start playing and you're like, who are you betting on? I'm like, I don't know. I just want them to win. <laughs> exactly. You know? I want my yeah. money to come in. We'll have to go to Vegas together. That would be fun. It would be fun. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited for football to start. I want to see, I would love to see Brady. I'm not a big Brady fan, but, you know, I would like to see the Bucks do well at least one more year. So, before we get, we might get Drew Brees next, you know. <laughs> Just kind of go through the <laughs> lining the up all the retiring quarterbacks. That's <laughs> exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would take Brees after Brady's done, you know. That would be good. Yeah. So. Yeah. He yeah, still yeah. will have a little left in the tank. And I think it's really important yeah. for Tampa Bay to not have any preseason games because those guys are so old. They might not make it through preseason. They may, they may not. <laughs> well, you guys enjoy the night. Thank you, Eric, for doing this. I appreciate it. I can thank no, Danny anytime, fun. but thank you so much. And thanks, <laughs> yeah, Rick. Absolutely. So. <laughs> All right. Have good a good night. You. See you, Leslie. Larry Gassman's Bye. here, guys. Larry Gassman. Hi there. Hey, Larry, from California. What's up, Larry? Hey, you remember that, Eric. You must have a lot of time on your hands if you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, let me do this in our quickly here, but in our what it's worth department. Uh, I'm a MLB subscriber, and we did get it for seven bucks this year proactively. Oh, okay. Yep. And cool. I, I won't, of course, it won't happen next year. And Animal House came out on July 28, 1978, 42 years ago. Wow. I knew it was about the time I was finishing college, but I wasn't sure when, so I looked it up real quick. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll quickly tell you about my fascinating moment with regard to sports. Of course, I'm a big Laker fan. I'm a, I'm a huge Angel Dodger fan. I like the Rams now that they're back, but John and I have been 47-year barbershoppers, and we got a chance to sing the national anthem in front of 80,000 people oh. in Anaheim when they were the Anaheim Rams. And if you can imagine not being able to hear yourself and the audience around you, all you hear is, <sighs> and it never oh, stopped. It was incredible. Oh. It was one of the highlights. And then then to be able to sing in front of the fans, you know, at yeah. the game, it was pretty Now, cool. did they take you like out on the 50-yard line and yep. that kind of stuff? We, we were sitting in the stands. They brought us all down. I stepped yeah. over a bench. Some guy thought I was going to fall. Yeah, trying to yeah, pick yeah. me up, which of course made it worse. Right. <laughs> we went out to the field and lined up and sang in front of people. And it was so cool. Really, really cool. Wow. Did you get to do any other cool stuff? I mean, did they give you any other, uh, you know, bennies for doing it? Uh, I don't, I, yeah, I think we got a chance to go to the game. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, but I don't, rem I don't remember. It's been a long time ago. Next time wow. I call in, I'll tell you about my wine story during college and we didn't get uh, kicked out, but it was interesting. I'll, we'll talk about that later. Having wine tonight for dinner with salmon and green uh, beans and rice. Cause it's not even six here yet. Okay. Now who, who is your, who is your college team? Uh, I think probably the Trojans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're, I think you're, the you're Trojans. Mitch, uh, Mitch Pomerantz. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the Bruins, too, but the Trojans do it well. The Bruins try. I don't <laughs> think they do it well. <laughs> yeah, back in the Dick Vermeil days, they were yeah. good. Yes, uh, yes yeah. they were. They were very good. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see cool. what gets played this year. We'll see. 
Well, wow. uh, really appreciate you and John, uh, your assistance uh, and help with the convention. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It was much fun. It was enjoyable. And, and Dan, you did a terrific job. I had not met you before, not heard you before. Uh-huh. And it's like you've been doing this for a very, very long time. So I don't uh-huh. know if you have been, but it was uh-huh. terrific. I, I, It was a new experience for me, but I had some really good coaches like Rick and Debbie and some of these people that kind of, sure. you know, helped me through it. But it was it was a heck of an experience. I, I really uh, I came away with a huge appreciation of what these guys go through. I felt like I was in a hotel room and going, why am I so tired? I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was all the mental Amen. energy. It, it was really, all that mental energy. It really was. The only nice thing was it was easy to find your room and your bed at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. No getting lost. Yeah. That's true. It didn't feel like a hotel room for me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot that week too, wasn't it, Rick? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Oh, well, hey, Larry, congratulations on being on the board for CCTV. Well, oh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's lots of fun. I'm learning a lot. I've been on tons of boards, but never CCB. Yeah. And, and I'm enjoying it. It's a different culture and I like it. Very good. Well, well, welcome. And you're, uh, you'll have, do you know Reggie at all from up, upstate there? He's a big Lakers fan. I know of him. We've not met, but we'll, we'll work that out. Okay. We'll work. Very that good. Out. Very good. All right. Well, and what do you, what do you, you're having a little wine with dinner tonight with the salmon? I think we'll split a bottle. I'm not sure that that's a little, but that's good enough. I mean, after all, we are quarantined. That's right. That's right. You know, you you don't have to worry about drinking and driving. (laughs) At least not the driving part. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, great. Uh, Well, have a wonderful evening. I I can't wait to hear your wine story. Oh, yeah. I'll call in a couple of weeks here and we'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds perfect. Okay. Thanks. Have a good one. Take care. You bet. See you, Larry. Okay. Okay. Talk to you. Now, there, there's somebody here called Peter. 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 Does it say that? It, does it say employment? 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 <laughs> How you doing, Peter? I'm doing fine. How are you? What do you, what do you think about our SEC commissioner? Are you on board with him? Um, I heard a really interesting thing on ESPN Radio, and the argument was it was a, it, it's a good idea. But they should allow one um, out of conference game so they can have those rivalry games, right? Uh, mm. South Carolina. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, you know there are a bunch of them. Florida, Florida State, uh, Georgia, Georgia yep. Tech, and yep. that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, you're not traveling, right? I mean, they're right. local games, and yep. um, I think that's kind of a shame. I, I I don't know the the repercussions of all this. Yeah. I I just hope we have a season. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. Missouri is spiking coronavirus, and I know other states are as well in the SEC. So it's not it's not altogether clear to me what's going to happen, but I'm surely praying that we'll have a football season, both college and pro. Although Missouri is going to be so awful that um, I, I think we, we may be one of those one and nine or zero oh and ten teams. I mean, I think we're going to right. be dreadful, and I'm not looking forward to seeing our asses kicked all the time. But you know, hey, that's part of the uh, part of the joys of, of being a sports fan. Yeah, Peter. Think who's the coach of the football team? Uh, you know, we it, we just got a new coach, and the, I thank you very much. Um, the coach is a new coach, and I, I don't remember the guy's name. Um, he's he's from a uh, one of the one of the less known. I think he's a Sun Belt champion for the past couple of years. Mm. Um, I, I don't know much about him. You know, uh, he's a new guy. 
I, I just don't think we have a lot of talent. It's not, I don't object to the coach necessarily. I just don't think we have sure. a lot of talent. Um, yeah. We'll see how good the coach is. We're going to find out pretty quickly, I think. Um, is Lot is Lot going to be the uh, starter for Denver this year? I, as far as I know, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I he, wasn't, he he's good. I, well, I was always yeah. impressed with him. Yeah. Well, uh, we the, the general consensus at Missouri was he wasn't because mm-hmm. he didn't he did he 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 all he won the games the easy games mm-hmm. he lost most of the difficult games and so we were wondering how well he would do in the pros. You know, uh, that's it, that's a different level of of competition. But he's done very well so far. And, you know, of course, we're thrilled. Um, yeah. You know, we, hope, we really hope he's successful. Um, so um, I want to say a couple of things. Um, first of all, did any of you happen to hear the last Mike and Mike ESPN radio show on Friday? No, I didn't. No. Did you, Eric? Oh. No. Well, Mike, Mike Golick has been on uh, ESPN radio morning drive uh, for years. Right. Uh, and and this, his son came on board about uh, a couple of years ago and Mike, uh, C, uh, Mike Jr. Right. And he's very good too. And so their, their show ended on Friday. Their ESPN radio is doing a t- total overhaul of what's, I don't know what they're doing precisely. I guess we'll find out on Monday, mm. but um, the last 15 minutes was really astounding because the Mike Gola Jr. just went on a wonderful tribute to his dad in tears. Mm. And, and the father went, was in tears and it ended in this really extraordinary sort of moving Oh. I've never heard anything before. Like I, I was just incredibly moving and they're a very powerful, strong family. They mm. clearly love each other. And it showed in, in just a really powerful way, the way they support each other. And I, you know, many of our families aren't quite as supportive as that. And I was just really, really moved by that. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. You know, it was really interesting. I mean, Golik has uh, been there since what, the late 90s yeah. uh, in the morning, and he's had different co hosts. I mean, obviously, Greenberg was there for forever, what, 15, 17 years or right. whatever. And, and then when and and Greenberg left, Trey Wingo came on board, and he was, and he was, and he was good. He wasn't as good as Mike Greenberg, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked him. And then his son came on board as well, and, and he's very snarky and very, very smart. You know he's yeah. thirty years yeah. old, and uh, he's gonna, he's going to still be on the air and other and other uh, slots. I used he's to listen be on to in him. The afternoon, actually. Yeah, I used yeah. to listen to him in the evening back when he was kind of cutting his teeth there. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. I you know I I, I it, it, my stepson ended up being getting a scholarship at a Division two school, and just hearing Mike talk about it, you know, Mike Golick and talk about the the challenges and the was really helpful. It grounded me in sort of helping Joseph, my stepson, sort of deal with it, you know, and that was really helpful for me. So uh, I'm grateful on all kinds of levels. The other thing I wanted to sort of talk about was the sort of crowd noise thing. Yeah. And um, it, it is nice. I, I like the crowd noise, but I'm wondering if they can be a little more creative and give the home team more of an advantage. For example, uh-huh. in basketball, right? Why can't they, when the visiting team is shooting foul shots, can't they like have crowd noise to try, try to distract? Like, like the Mississippi cowbell. Virtual distraction. Virtual distraction. I like it. Yeah. That's, that's part of the game. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and um, I think, that, yeah, I mean, you know, this is all neutral site playing. It was seen they could, they could find ways of making the home team have more of an advantage. I mean, I mean, you know, they're the better record in the playoffs, right? I, mm. I would think that they, they should find ways to do that. And there should be ways of doing that. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, Peter, I forgot to ask you, what are you drinking tonight? 
I'm drinking an, uh, an Angry Orchard Cider, hard ah, cider, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. which, uh, which is my favorite drink these days. So I'm happy with an IPA as well. Um, but, um, you know, I'm happy. So, you know, I just wonder if we, if, you know, if, if the folks who, who are doing this crowd stuff can could make give more advantage to the home team. I mean, you know, that's yeah. the whole idea of playing at home, right? Have a, have a friendly crowd. Yeah, it really is. No, it, it is. Um, and, so. You know, it's going to be interesting, you guys, the college football season, right? The, the, the home team advantage with a lot of these, you know, the large conferences and SEC, Big Ten, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think of a, a, you know, a place like, well, I, I'm obviously partial with Kinnick Stadium, but Kinnick Stadium has one of the best crowd experiences in the whole country. And part of it is that the fans are so close to the sideline. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the crowd noise is abundant and right in your, literally in your face, if you're the opposing team. Right. So, so right. Peter, to your point, you know, how, if, if we wind up playing without fans or 10,000 fans, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's going to sound like a high school game. Um, yeah. How, how can the home teams, enact or reenact uh, whatever home field advantage they usually have. I, I don't know. The, I don't know the answer to that question, but if I were a, obviously they have to be, you know, first of all, from what I'm hearing, there will be fans in the stands. I mean, for, right. for no other reason, because they make a lot of their money with fans in the stands, you know, selling their beers and whatever else, you know, and all that, you know, preseason boxes and they can't afford not to have fans is what I've heard. Well, I saw like Ohio State announced the other day that they're going to not allow tailgating. Right. And that they're they're only going to allow a maximum of 20% capacity for their home games. So, you know, (laughs) they seat 100,000. So that's 20,000 folks. And maybe the same in Missouri, too. I haven't haven't heard. The other issue with, with, with all this is, you know, a lot of the folks uh, who have money to buy season tickets are older. You know, yeah. So, um, yes, the the old COVID nineteen susceptible people will be yeah, the exactly. people that, that they get the first priority for the seats. That's right. <laughs> no comorbidity, folks. Yeah. yeah. Yes, my, co- that's my right. My wife, my wife got an email from the athletic department because she got tickets through her grandfather saying, yeah. uh, "If we have, if we, if we allow fans, will you come?" And she said, "Are you nuts? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna, no, no." So yeah. I, you know, that's going to be a challenge in itself. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not the only person with, with this problem. Yep. And, but to answer your question, if I were, if I were like sitting the fans, I try to find, put fans in strategic places so that could cr- create the most trouble. So it might mm. be behind the opponent's bench, for example. Right. Mm, or it might, right. Be, mm. you know, I don't know where, but I'm, I, I, I would think about that with some degree of care. I mean, obviously they have to be, they have to be so they have to be physically distant. Right. But I, there, there, there got to be ways of, of, th- of thinking about that to make it to make the home field as as advantageous as possible. I um, bet you Belichick could figure out how to virtually cheat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, one thing we know, he'll be flattening the curve. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, so anyway, uh, and I, so I'm, I, but I'm really, I would love to see the uh, the, the the crowd noise. They figure out ways of, of making it more home field you know, advantage. Well, I will say most of these big stadiums have humongous scoreboards and speaker systems and all right. that stuff now. Yeah. So they can they can create a lot of noise without fans. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they could. And I think they should. I think it's perfectly reasonable. I think it's perfectly yeah. fair. Right. 
you know, yeah, and, and, and well, they have the bands and all that stuff, you know, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's things they can do legitimately, you know, you don't want to go overboard, yeah. but there are things you can well, do overboard. Uh, <laughs> will the marching bands be on the field? I, I don't know. Well, it's interesting. You should ask. Will that. they refuse to yield? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, marching bands are not known for eating pie, but <laughs> they're known for drinking their pie. But that's yes, a, uh, as one who was a marching band member for four years. Well, um, I got to tell you, Peter. Speaking of crowd noise, I, I thought the Friends and Art Showcase presentation was spectacular. With the it was with that the applause awesome. and all that. That was so well done. That yeah, was, no, yeah. Peter, uh, that's all ACD radio. I mean. We you know, we, we did our best to give them the support they needed, but they were incredible. And uh, we were very grateful. And uh, and uh, this gives me a chance to sort of thank the folks who ran the ACB convention, the technical folks especially. They did just a wonderful job. Uh, and uh, it was a great experience, for, you know, to, to be virtual. I, I will say one thing about it. One of the nice things about a virtual uh, convention is there was one session I was attending whose presenter was one of the most boring presenters I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and so I just switched, I, you know, I was switched to another link within, and I was mm -hmm. in another session that was much more interesting. You didn't have to get up and try and find the door. To yeah, leave. find the door, <laughs> find out, and embarrass everybody walking out, trip over right, two right. dogs. Yeah, exactly. And be that lost in the hallway for 20 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, so, uh, thank you for all of you who did that. I didn't get a chance to do that on uh, a, a Tuesday topic, so I, this gives me a chance to do it to some degree. Uh, I have one more one more comment to make, uh, having to do with um, uh, Dan's comment about uh, Go Gators. Yes, I saw that. Thank you for for busting my chops. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, as, as Cranky the Crocodile would say, uh, that's a croc. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and then I thought, are there any college mascots who are crocodile? I Ooh. I can't think of any. I don't believe so. Yeah, that, that so. is one thing about the Gators. It is kind of a unique. Um, it is a unique mascot. You know, there's it is, but you know, you would think crocodiles are pretty vicious too. You, you yeah, yeah. Well, and what's funny is the band for for the Gator Chomp plays the Jaws music, which has nothing to do with an alligator. No, it's a shark. <laughs> it's a shark. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, hey, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Never, you know, one sea creature is like any other sea creature or something, right? Well, yeah. and I'm very curious because Florida does this thing at the end of the third quarter where they do "We Are the Boys from Old Florida" and everybody you know, puts their arms around each other's shoulders and sways back and forth. So that's going to be a totally, you know, no-go. No -go. That's a total no-go for this year. You know, they're going to be virtual rocking back and forth. And, 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 and Mizzou is the same thing. We have a, we have a loss with play between the third and fourth quarter that we sway to, yeah. you know, uh, as usual, lousy music. But that, that, it's irrelevant. Uh, you know, we all sway to this waltz, and it's the same concept. Yeah, and I, I, you know, you're you're right. Uh, we you you said something that really kind of triggered me. So you know, how many of us have been to a baseball game or whatever where you know you buy a ticket in the cheap seats, and then you kind of about the third or fourth inning you 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 eye some really good seats yeah. down in the lower section Moody and you, on down. you upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now you've got this social distancing, right? And you and you let fifteen or twenty thousand people in the stadium, and you look down there, and there's there's seats with nobody in them at the 40 yard line. I mean, you know, it would be curious to take a before game pitcher and a halfway through the fourth quarter pitcher and see how much migration has taken place during the game. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and the other challenge is that you, you don't, you, you want to encourage the physical distancing, right? But, you know, right. you, you know, want to find better seats that, you know, a lot of these folks don't care if they're physically distant or not. They want better seats. Right. And that's yeah. going to be a challenge for the security people. The, the poor like, ushers are going to have yeah. their hands full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, the, but the interesting thing about the marching band, uh, yes. I, have a, I have a couple of friends of mine who are, in fact, in the, in the marching band. And w- right now, they are rehearsing. They are, they are learning to march. You know, the, the freshmen are learning how to march. They are rehearsing. And the, the, um, the basic plan is, as I understand it, that they, they, they won't play at, at the games, but they will be competitions. Now, how that works oh. is totally beyond me. Maybe, maybe they'll be virtual mm. somehow. Um, mm-hmm. But um, at least in Missouri, that's the plan. Now that may change yeah. tomorrow. You know, that's you know, yeah. it's like everything else. But that that is the plan. So forever, that's worth. That's what's going on in Missouri. I'll be curious to see how it works out. Yeah. Uh, me too, as a, as a marching band guy, I'm I'm interested in that too. So anyway, well, thank you guys for that. Uh, for for I always love these shows. Uh, do them more often if you can. They're 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 really fun. We'll try to. We kind of had you know we had some uh, summer vacations and a convention in there. No, and so, no, I, we'll, I, we'll, I, we'll get I, back I, on a better track yeah. now, right, yeah. Eric? Yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're really fun. So I hope you do more of them, and uh, uh, and I just hope that the baseballs can be salvaged. I think it, I, I'm not as confident as you are, uh, Eric, or who said it. I I think if if we keep getting an increased number of COVID, of of positive tests, I think we're going to be in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just hope that uh, you know. And I don't know. I mean, uh, my wife and I are talking about this today. Football is so. Um, you know, physical, right? I mean, you're in your in, in each other's face unless you're the quarterback where you're trying to avoid people. But right. every, you know, everything else is is um, you know, you know, uh, you know, social distancing is not something that's encouraged, right? That's and correct. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, and, and and there are large teams. You know, we're not talking about yeah. you know, twenty seven man roster. We're talking right. about 80, 80 man rosters or yeah. whatever the number is. You know, that's it. Just increases the likelihood of. of Bad stuff happening. So it's, I'm, it's really going to be keeping them in a bubble and quarantine during the season, right? You know, keeping mm-hmm. them away right. from. But, but there's no bubble in football, as I understand it. I mean, college to some degree there is. Mm-hmm. But what happens when the when the students start showing up? Right now, that you know they're they're in a bubble. You know, all the yeah. all these football players. What happens when the students show up? Right. Uh, uh, we assume they do occasionally go to class, so that'll be a, yeah. that's right. And, and then they're fun occasion. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and heck, you, I mean, you saw it when the football, when the athletes came back in June, right? What uh, LSU had 30, 30 players pop. Right. Or, and Arkansas had members of the athletic department. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. that's okay, right? Because they're, they're coming back from, you know, from their sure. residences and they, they quarantined and did everything. That didn't bother me so much. But what happens, you know, if you're in the middle of a season and, 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 all, and you know, stuff begins to happen, uh, especially since they're talking about, Everybody's sort of afraid of what's going to happen in the fall, you know, when the flu comes back and, you know, and the, and the whole thing, you know, revs up again. Um, I, I, I'm praying that we have it. I'm just not confident. I'm not as confident as you guys seem to be. So, okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll, I hope you guys are right. Maybe we're internal optimists. Maybe that's it. Well, that, and that's yeah. good. That's a yeah. good thing. I, mean, <laughs> I love football. So I, I, I want, I want it to happen, but I'm not as, this is clear to me. It's going to happen. Anyway, thank you for, for doing what you're doing. Oh. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for calling in. Have a good good weekend. Okay. All right. Take care.
He's forever going to be Peter, 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 Peter. I don't know how that happened. There's only one Peter in my, in my. But you know what it is? You keep going into Zoom and it keeps asking you to type in your name. But if you don't delete what it doesn't tell you, like your name's already there. So you just keep typing it in and you go. Oh, is that the issue? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's hysterical. My whole screen is full of Peter. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> well, uh, at least it's not full of some other 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 evil things. So there you go. Thank there you for, you go. Yeah, that's really helpful. See you, right. Peter. See you. K Maddox has been waiting patiently. Oh, hey, guys. K Maddox, is, is this Mississippi? K Maddox, this is Mississippi. Yes, it is. Ken, how Maddox. you doing? How you doing, Ken? Hey, Ken. I'm doing well. I got a bone to pick with Mr. Spoon. Uh oh. Oh, is that uh, is, is this from an old Miss Rebel or a Mississippi no, State Bulldog? No, 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 Mississippi State. All right, the, the home the, of the cowbell. Yeah, the last call. You made a derogatory uh, thing about the cowbell. No, no, um, that was Eric. Don't pick on me on that one. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> Mister Spoon, but anyway, you said you know if the, even if with the twenty thousand that the obnoxious cowbell would make the difference. I said. Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, you're not gonna. You're you're not gonna deny that it's a it's obnoxious sounding. Oh no! But twenty thousand cowbells will make a lot of racket. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, sir. Yes. And I am ready for. I'm ready for football. I'm a bulldog, and then I'm a Saints fan. So y'all were talking about Drew Brees. Drew Brees not going anywhere. He's gonna. He'll he'll end his career a Saint. He, he's gonna play till he's sixty three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they turned around and they signed Winston to to as a backup. Oh, good, good, good luck to good luck to you with that. Being a Buccaneers yeah. fan, he he throws a lot of touchdown passes, and some of them are even to his offensive players. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't understand. No, I, I, I Can we get him, him as an honorary member? <laughs> Does he need LASIK? I mean, he something? might he, he might need some some vision therapy. I, I think there's yeah. a chance. There. Yeah. <laughs> but my sports, I go all over the country. I'm a, a Celtic fan. Okay. And, well, uh, how did how did that happen for a, a from a from a and gentleman and a from Mississippi a fan in baseball? Dodgers. Yeah. You when, I was, when I was in uh, the school for the blind back in when I was in elementary school, I had a teacher, right. and he said, "Pick a team." And yep. stay with it. Yep. Don't, you know, just pick a team. Well, right. he was a Celtic fan and he was a Dodger fan. So I went on that. And then my dad, he was a Yankees fan. So that just made it interesting my whole life. Mm -hmm. there with, the, with the Dodgers <laughs> and the Yankees always. Well, I can, can I, agree, I agree with you because, you know, kind of growing up in the South, you know, I grew up in, in, in Florida and my, my parents grew up in East Tennessee and you kind of knew who you rooted for, for, for college football, but you know, honest to God, they, there were no professional sports teams in Florida when I grew up in, in any sport, you know, I mean, the closest, um, the closest baseball team was the Atlanta Braves, you know, and, and, and the closest football team was like the Washington Redskins. I mean, there was no, we used our local market when I was growing up was the Washington Redskins. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So there were three three stations, right? Yeah. Um, and and so it would make sense for folks of different generations to to sort of link to 
the Yankees or Oklahoma football or UCLA basketball or whatever, because that was what was on. There wasn't much on. I mean, you know, um, you know, seriously growing up, the, the, the biggest thing, you know, there was no hope of the Florida Gators ever being on a, on a nationally televised football game. But once in a great while, like when Florida played Georgia, it would be on the Bud Wilkerson Sunday morning highlights on ABC. Wow. I don't know if you remember that. And you would get to you'd get to watch highlights for 15 minutes of your team playing. You know, so so radio really was king back then. You know, there mm-hmm. were no games on TV, you know. I mean it right, Ken? I mean, growing up in Mississippi, you probably didn't you didn't Yeah, you know, you had uh the Turner yeah, Turner Broadcasting, he, he America's team, play. quote unquote, right? The we Atlanta to, Braves. We always had to watch the the Braves play baseball, and mm-hmm. then they thought everybody around thought the Cowboys was the greatest thing that that ever. And I can't stand them. Now they could just amen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, uh, right. you know, that's the crack wagon, as far as I you know. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> just, I just got no use for the Cowboys. And yeah. so, and then th- then you go the other way. You had the the Falcons, and that's right. even worse. No, oh, yeah, they were terrible forever. They grow, they grow and get a twenty eight to three lead in the third quarter of almost the end of the third quarter and lose to Tom, to Super Tom. Right, <laughs> right, right. And then the then the Saints came along, and oh my God, I mean, Tampa yeah. Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started their started their. Um, you know, franchise 0 and 26, and then they beat the Saints in New Orleans. That's how bad the Saints were. Yeah, that's how bad they were. But, you know, <laughs> hey, Dan, when with, did the Dolphins start with the Saints in 67, and I've been a Saints fan ever since? I, and I'll probably be, I'll probably be miss, I think the Dolphins started maybe 66 or 67. Okay. Some there and there. And and then, man, when they got good, we were, you know, my whole family were huge Dolphin fans, you know, back in the whole, you know, Bob Greasy, Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, Paul yeah. Warfield, yep. you know, I got, Very there was a time in my life I could name all 22 starters for the Dolphins, you know, they, they were, you know, they were, they were the, they were the team, you know, they, they were the only professional sports team in Florida for about a decade. You know, and, wow. and still to this day, there's huge dolphin support throughout the state of Florida because of that. You know, people that just grew up being dolphin fans because that was it. That was the only thing. Sure. And, and the amazing thing about the dolphins is, um, you know, Bob Greasy was in the same draft as Steve Spurrier. And Don Shula had already decided to take, uh, he wanted Bob Greasy. And the 49ers had the first pick, and they took Spurrier. And so that took all the pressure off of, the, off of, off of Don Shula to take Greasy because he was just getting lambasted to say, you know, Steve Spurrier, Heisman Trophy winner from the University of Florida, you got to take him as your quarterback. And he'd already made up his mind he was taking Greasy. So, 
So the 49ers bailed him out there. And then Spurrier ended up being a punter for like 12 years for the 49ers because Brody never <laughs> retired. John Brody right. just kept playing one more year and one more going, year. Yeah. yeah. And back in those that's days, there were no free agents or anything. Once you were with somebody, you were stuck. Yeah. And Breeze is going to be, he's going to play one more year and going to play one more year. <laughs> I just want him to give at least one more well, I, I tell you, two years ago, I got to tell you, Kenny, I was really rooting for the Saints so big. You know, they didn't, they didn't quite get there. You know, the Rams got them on that bad, bad interference call in the end. Yeah, but, but I was rooting for for Breeze to make it the Super Bowl so so bad. You know, well, they lost their chance two years uh, in a row, and I blamed uh, Sean Payton the first one because mm-hmm. when you when you got the Vikings. 10 seconds to go, and they got to go 70 yards. Oh, that was an amazing, yeah. You you don't Mm -hmm. put all of your defense on the goal line or at least on the 10-yard line. You put what you have to on the line of scrimmage and the rest of them in the end zone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to stop that guy. Yeah, yeah. But he caught that ball and rolled over dude's back and walked right into the end zone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, the the referee blind, um, you know, the we, the ACB should have signed that guy up. <laughs> it, it, cha- it changed the rules of, of the NFL. Yeah. It was such a bad call. Yeah, it did. I mean, yeah. I got I, I got bad eyes, and I saw the referee on all the replays. He pulls the flag. Mm-hmm. Another referee comes in and tells him, "Put it back in your pocket." I mean, he just he just tells him, "Put it put it back in your pocket." And he didn't mm-hmm. throw it. Yep. So I mean, this, so they were robbed, just plain robbed that game. But you know, that's just well, part. I guess that's part of football. I got to tell you, as a Gator fan, we 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 really appreciate you letting Dan Mullen come back and coach the Gators. So thank you. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and you know, he t- he tells the the week before that. They they interviewed him and they you know they said you know or, or, you know what's the deal he said oh man I love Starkville I'm gonna I'm gonna have be in Starkville forever and man mm-hmm. his wife was packing at the house when he was making that statement she was packing boxes when he, and and a week later they were gone you you probably feel as as warm about Dan Mullen and and Starkville as we feel about Urban Meyer in Gainesville <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now, Mike Leach, he's making all these crazy comments and stuff. So I, you know, I, I don't. Oh, know. he he's an offensive genius, though. Yeah, you're, he's, you're going to be good. Yeah, he, he's he's a, he's offensive now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking forward to see what he does if he gets to do something. This 10, 10 game conference. You know, yeah, even seen their schedule. I got to go and look to to see. What games they're going to play? You know, if you're Mississippi State, so you know you're going to have LSU, Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M, Arkansas, and Old Miss, and then you're going to probably pick up Florida, Georgia. You know, good luck to you. Yeah, oh, that's wow. why. <laughs> we're not. Is Lane, is Lane not Kiffin gonna, at? Uh, we're not going to have the. Jack- yeah, Wayne Kiffin's at Old Miss now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wayne Kiffin's at Old Miss. Yeah, so they there you go. Talking and so you know, both teams had to get new coaches. <laughs> but that's all part of it. So, now, Kim, what are you drinking tonight? I didn't ask you. Uh, 
Apple Crown Royal and Mountain Dew. Oh, a man after my mm. own heart. Oh, mm. What does the Mountain Dew do for that? It just makes it, it just give it a try. That's all okay. I can tell you. <laughs> all right. I, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, thank you. Under. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, have a good night, Ted. All right. Do you have a cowbell? Can we hear a cowbell going out? You know, I don't even own a cowbell. That's the, that's the bad part about it. Oh, man. Doggone it. I don't have a cowbell. If I have one, I'll, I'll, maybe by the time program, I'll get my niece got one. I'll borrow one. And I'll rent one. That would be awesome. All right. All right. You all have a good evening. See you. Good night, Ken. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, guys. We, we've we got Roger. Oh, no. Roger. Hey, guys. How are you tonight? How, how are you doing, Roger? Hey, doing great. Doing great. Um, hey, first I have to shout out to Pellet Gun Rick. Warren, uh, the, the seed spitting champion that we talked about so many times. Actually, it's not Rick Warren, but it is Pella Gun Rick. And yeah. uh, the second thing on my agenda is to congratulate you guys for an absolutely fantastic convention. Great Thank job, you. Dan, Eric, the staff, and gosh, I'm not sure how many volunteers you guys must have had involved, but it was it was great. I could join by. Uh, ACB radio or Zoom meeting, and uh, it was awesome. But all that's not what I really called about tonight. You know, I'm I'm kind of known for obscure sports. You are. How, how, I have to ask you before you get into your uh, next opportunity. Yes. How how are the cornhole uh, international championships progressing? You know, I haven't had an update lately. Uh, <laughs> but I, I have to confess, I've been playing quite a lot of cornhole with my grandson. And it's oh. a great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, you, should, you tell guys him, should try it. Tell them what you got. R- rumor has well, it, it that it, uh, it was a gift for Father's gifted. Day. Actually. Yes, yes. Well, it was yes. a Father's Day gift. Well, that, that is appropriate. Yeah. That is very. Yeah, really, really yeah. was. It was a special moment for, in my for, life for a fellow that follows <laughs> for a fellow that follows the circuit like you do. That had to be a gem. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm at my age, I'm thinking I could still maybe, uh, you know, compete for the top spots, the big time, maybe the top drive. Yeah, I I think so. I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, now I've got this reputation. Yes. People are calling me. They're emailing me about obscure sports. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, my friend Tom Hansen from Florida. Oh, you know me. Great guy. About. He is a great guy. One, one of your fellas, uh, fellow Venice, uh, you know, uh, hometown winner, winner. Uh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> now, you don't disclose too much about Tom and I. OK, okay I'll, I'll try to keep showing it showing up on the doorstep. That, that's true. But, I'll do that. <laughs> but anyway, he, he uh, sent me a message and he said, you know, you really ought to talk about an obscure sport that falls into the category of something very popular in the flyover states and, and the kinds of sports we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a sport called cow chip throwing. Nice. Oh dear nice. Lord. Cow chip throwing. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that, is that a winner? Is that a winner sport? <laughs> no, no, it's not a winter sport. Oh, I thought maybe you might need a little. Uh, you know, sounds like Karen's in the background. You might need something a little. 
frozen would be the best way to do those is what I'm thinking, Roger. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking it gets me in trouble every time, you know. It's it, it doesn't need to be frozen. No, it doesn't need to be frozen. Steam steam no. is there is there a category for steam uh, for steam cow chip throwing? <laughs> no, no, no. This is for serious Dan. I mean Whoa. could you be serious for serious. a moment about oh, I apologize, Roser. I apologize. Yes. Please continue. Sure? Cow chip throwing. <laughs> yeah. So there there are national championships in the sport which um, I'm sure I, I wouldn't bring it up if there weren't national championships. Of course. Um, but two of this the is, states. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, this is serious stuff. Yeah. Yes. Two of the states that are, you know, where the sport is most popular are Iowa and Wisconsin. And uh, Wisconsin has you their and, annual champion. The, the, the birthplace of you and Tom Hansen. Yes, I understand now. It's all making sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! You are brutal today. <laughs> okay, so each state has a, a champion, and they can proceed to the national championships mm-hmm. in Beaver, Oklahoma. Now that's championships. <laughs> beaver, Oklahoma. Well, there's spelling that he did. Oh, I, I knew there was a Beaver, Pennsylvania, and a Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, home home of Joe Namath. But I didn't know there was a Beaver, Oklahoma. Okay, you know the geography of Oklahoma is that it has a panhandle, and there are only three counties in the panhandle. Yeah, one of those is Beaver, oh. and and many people know Beaver for the beautiful. Uh, river, the Beaver River, and they've got a big uh, beaver statue who holds a cow chip, by the way, when you come into the area. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that a left hand, in the left hand or the right hand? Do you, you, know, you, can, you can do it either hand. Either hand. Um, yeah. Do you know, have you ever seen a cow chip, Dan? You know, no, have you ever, I, I, like, scoped one out? I've ever seen one and I have to be honest with you, I haven't felt one either. Yes. Well, the reason Beaver is the national championship place is because it's like Napa is to wine. <laughs> this is true. Beaver is to cow Beaver has they have lots of cows. Okay, Are they have a very have very high well, you know, Oklahoma State is the Cowboys. Yes. Yes. You got it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, exactly. You understand. I thought there were a lot of oil wells in Oklahoma, but this is the non-oil well part of Oklahoma. Yeah, this is nothing about petroleum here. Not not at all. Maybe greenhouse gases, I'm not sure. A different kind of biodegradable fuel here. Yes, yeah. Different kind of gas, yeah. So the cows eat this wonderful grass in Beaver County, and they drink from the Beaver River. Yeah. And they create the most magnificent cow chips uh, that you can even imagine. And uh, when they come out, they're sort of, they're a solid, but they're very liquid. <clears throat> so they have to be in like a a c- Almost like a cement block type thing. Uh, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yes, That's cement. Right are, there exactly. any, are there any cow chip homes in Beaver? Uh, no cow chip homes. You know, however, built, they built the from the bricks. <laughs> yeah, the brick built from the bricks of the. Here's chips. the deal, though. Yeah, you're back in the frontier days. Yes, they gathered the cow chips to burn them for heat. 
Mm. And that's the where the, the sport originated. Someone would come through with a wagon and all these people would be picking up cow chips mm. and they would fling them into the wagon. And so oh, people yeah. could really develop a skill at the sport. And this oh, happened, certainly. you know, back in the 1800s. Yeah. So anyway, to make a long story short. This is um, a long story. The, yeah. but we, we don't want to do that. We like it being a long story. Yes. <laughs> So the national championships are there. The, the record holders, 100, according to Tom, I mean, yeah. I have to yeah. believe it, 188 yeah. feet. They wow. look a lot like a Frisbee many times because of the way they solidify. They're flat, you know, and mm-hmm. people throw like them like a Frisbee. But five that's yards? Thing you can is, is it, is oh it kind of like a, is it like a, uh, a discus? You know, do you, you, do you kind of whirl yeah. and you, throw, throw them from a... One, no. Yeah, what's the, no? the throwing? You won't do well. Motion. Because the air will get under the front of the mm. of the cow chip and slow it down. You want okay. to the aerodynamics, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throw it overhand. And, overhand. Uh, wow. Yes. The best cow chip throwers do it overhand. Overhand. So, so, mm-hmm. they're, so they're cutting vertically through the air, not horizontally. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Boy, you're quick. Boy. <laughs> Man. Get the aerodynamics right. You got to make sure that there's no straw hanging from these couches. So, so it, it's, oh, it's strictly. So, Roger, <laughs> Roger, is it strictly distance or is there an accuracy no. component to no, this? No, no. There's no strictly, like targets out there or anything. Yeah. No, you mentioned a moment ago about the discus mm-hmm. and the measurement system. Uh, the way they chalk the lines, it's just like the discus at a track meet. Okay, mm. that's how they measure it by yeah. feet and this and this angle, and uh, you throw it out in the angle, and and uh, 188 feet wins. Or somebody yeah. said there was two, a 200 foot thrill once. But there's a lot of wind in Oklahoma. And wind I think aided. There was a wind aided. <laughs> wind aided. Yeah, it got, got caught up in the cyclone, and yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and you I guys think, are taking this very seriously. And I and I would think for the you know for the uh, you know for the for the for folks in attendance you know for the for the for the audience for the viewers I you know fans in the stands, I think it would be really important to you know for for the wind aided to come in there. You really want to be. You know, you don't you don't want to be downwind of the throw. You know? that, no. That's yeah. true. Well, yeah. social distancing has always been part of that sport. Very, very important. <laughs> yeah. It has. It has. A natural no part of the sport. Medicine. Yeah. Yeah. But they, so they when, said the worst thing you can do is think you're playing baseball and lick your fingers between oh, rounds. Oh, oh, good oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Do not so, want to do that. How yeah. does this work, Roger? So yes. at a competition... Uh, I'm assuming there's a preset amount of these chips that are set aside for folks, or do you do you bring your oh, yeah. own? Like, do you bring your own chips, or are these you know, you know actually, sanctioned by the international body, or do they have to be weighed? They like, are, you know, weighed okay. a certain certain weight. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's an excellent question. Mm-hmm. And the championships in both Iowa and Wisconsin, the chips are brought in from Beaver, Oklahoma, uh, shipped in in wooden crates that are stamped just like Napa wine, wine from Napa County, mm-hmm. you know, the government approves. These cow chips come in and they're stamped Beaver, Oklahoma. So again, it goes back to the grass and the water and of course the cows, but. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, there, yeah. 
It's are, there different, are there different brands? Are there are, is mainly you go with like brands? the Louisville Slugger brand? Or are there are there are no. No. Is it like a Guernsey or a, yeah, um, yeah 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 the like Holsteins brown, dark yeah. brown. Holsteins I hear are really yeah. lay a good chip down. Oh, you guys are horrible. I'm just saying <laughs> we're get, we're going to get fined by the American Cow Chip Throwing Organization for our. The way we've uh, abused their sport. They about getting a sponsorship from like Intel or uh, AMD or one of the other <laughs> you know, the chips. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Lay's. You know. <laughs> yes. Well, you got to monetize Rick, you it, guys. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ruffles. Did they have ridges or are they more of a smooth service? Yeah. Yes. You're not really successful until you monetize. They're right close to us though in the directory. You know, ACB and ACC, American Couch. Yes, true. In fact, I think somebody accidentally uh, Googled us the other day and was asking oh, about our Should chips. somebody mute the guy that's posting this thing? Gosh, it's terrible today. And, and so Oklahoma, even though they're the home of the cow chip uh, in Beaver, they, they don't yeah. actually, uh, they don't, it's, it's Iowa and Wisconsin. So Oklahoma's not represented in the championships. So. Merely the producer. They're, they're, I mean. mainly, they're, 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 they're an no, independent no, they, producer. I mean, no, they, they always have the best competitors in Oklahoma. I mean, they've, mm -hmm. they've got lots of time to practice. They got the best cow chips. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. They, they're going to be really strong competitors year after year. And I wonder, you know, I know the gentleman uh, that won the, the, the spit pitting, uh, uh, pit spitting contest there. Oh, easy for Eau you Claire, to Easy for me from Eau Claire. Uh, <laughs> I believe it was Michigan, not, not Wisconsin. There. That's correct. Uh, uh, so I, I believe his name was Bulldog. Uh, well, right? Pellet Gun Rick was, yeah, he Bulldog was won. He won and done. Pellet gun. Bull, Rick bull, bulldog barks. I remember. Be upset, Rick. Yes. And and I wonder if Bulldog had a had a brother. No. <laughs> it, it took a shine to a different competitive sport. Yeah. 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 Mm. First name Bull. Ah, you know, a little uh, different. First name. name Bull. Yeah. That is very good. Yeah. Just being perceptive there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are. Yeah. So I, well, I, guys, that's uh, all I have to offer for you tonight, but you're doing a great job. No, no. I love these shows. They're wonderful to listen to. Very entertaining. Um, and and keep Roger, up the what, great are you, what are you drinking tonight? Well, Cherry Bomb Blonde. It's a local oh, uh, yeah. brew. Uh -huh. And Karen was having Coors Light to keep things light. Very nice. And, and congratulations with the generals team. I mean, fantastic job again this year. Thank you so much, sir. Well, you're very welcome. General and I are going to celebrate uh, probably tomorrow evening with little Jack Daniels. Oh, okay. Well, very nice. And I, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, there'll be a Beaver, Oklahoma, you know, field trip in our future. Ooh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, General yeah. will not get Jack Daniels. <laughs> General will not get any Jack Daniels. No, 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 no. Yeah. Last time, the last time that happened, he kept me out till four a.m. So. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> well, you know, I. It just smells like a great night in Iowa and Wisconsin when they have the championships. I am. I, you know, for for blind for the blind members of the audience, there's a there's a really an opportunity to follow yeah. them as they as smell they, a vision. Yeah, the smell of vision. <laughs> yes, Got to take advantage of all your senses. Indeed.
Well, thank you. And it's good that you and Tom are hooking up. Yeah, this is good. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, have, have a good night, Roger and Karen. <laughs> good night. Thank you so much. Good night. Bye. Uh, he was oh. late to make his appearance tonight. Oh, he's you know? hysterical. He was. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, man. We've got- ACC. This gives us a whole new meaning to ACC. <laughs> Oh my! We've goodness. got Michael here uh, waiting patiently. Hey, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hey, hey Mr. Um, Rick and Dan and Eric. Uh, our separate Sutterman. Mississippian of the evening. Are now? Are you a yeah. Bulldog fan or a Rebel fan? No. No. <laughs> neither no. One. Neither, neither one of them. Yeah. Who Who are you rooting for? Alabama. Alabama. David Trot did that to you. No, my mama did. Your mama did. Oh, my goodness. Well, what it is, you know, back in the day uh, when they didn't have all the games we have on TV now. Yeah. When Alabama would happen to be on CBS and they won, we got Sunday dinner on Saturday. Oh, Other than we we got a sandwich and we learned to pull for Alabama. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, I've told that story for about 60 years and I'm not going to change. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's really good. So an Alabama fan. Always. In Mississippi. Forever. So do you, do you wear your colors proudly there in Mississippi on game day? Uh, and throughout the week. What, what happens when they play, when they play, uh, when they play the old Miss Rebels is do you. Uh, always Alabama. Always, Alabama. Well, I know that, but I mean, are you still wearing your colors? Oh, yes. Okay, that's good. You're probably not alone. I bet you're not the only Alabama fan in Mississippi. No, uh, Allison, well, I don't know what she is as far as a fan, but she she wears Alabama, too, on on game day. All right. Yeah, I'm a little torn when they're playing. She likes Mississippi, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. You know, they're like six and seven on my top ten. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's hard to pull for losers. <laughs> Ooh, I said that for the other guy from Mississippi because uh, uh, we don't see eye to eye on, on college football. Uh, our own pro, fo- pro football either because I hate the Saints. Oh, my gosh. Who do you root for? Are you a uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan or something, or where where well, do you I go? Like Kansas City, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, Cowboy fan. A Cowboy fan. Oh, good old Kenny Maddox is not happy with you in multiple places. No, no okay, not, not yeah, first, not the first time. Yeah, <laughs> but we actually had an agreement, and he didn't know I was on the call, so I'm gonna give him an out. Yeah. Uh, uh, we agreed when we're at the same place or we're together that we won't talk about the other's team. Well, we know that's true, Mike. I don't know, but, but I, I have learned that like, be, like living in Florida, you know, it always seemed like a cool thing to go to the Florida FSU game at a, you know, at a big party where half the people are rooting for Florida and half the people are rooting for Florida state. Um, no, that is not fun. <laughs> you know, it's much more fun to go to a, a place where everybody's rooting for your team. Yes, I have. Because otherwise, agree. half the people kind of get to having a few uh, cocktails, and then they're not very friendly to each other. No, yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I just hope we. I hope we have college football. 
Oh, me too. Oh. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight, you and Allison? Uh, well, I'm drinking organic beer. Organic, a particular yeah, uh, brand, or who uh, who who uh, who uh, produces Michelob, this organic beer? Michelob Gold. Michelob Gold. Okay. Is, uh, or organic beer. Organic beer. And I had a vodka and cranberry juice. You guys. <laughs> now, did you? Ha was it Tito's? Uh, no, absolute. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah I think it's yeah. Yeah. A Cape Cod? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh huh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She likes that, and I like beer. Mm -hmm. And uh, y'all were talking about baseball. I I don't know that they're gonna make the whole season. You don't. Yeah. Well, St. Louis is in trouble now. They got several players mm -hmm. with COVID. Yeah. And it, 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 it ain't gonna take a lot of teams to mess up. Well, unless they, unless they use minor league, you know, minor leaguers, I don't know. Well, and the minor leagues haven't been playing. So, you know, although I, although I bet there's a lot of those guys that'd be more than happy to go up to the majors if they got the chance. Yeah, but play before uh, empty stadium. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird field. I've watched some of the uh, opening games with the Yankees and Nationals. Mm -hmm. And I mean, just like, the piped-in sound is, is really it's pretty good because you can hear now the announcers, and uh, but it's just weird to see the empty, you know, the visual. Uh, it'd probably be better if I didn't watch it and just listen to it. It's yeah, I, I think, it, like I said, with my sighted friends, it really bugs them. But with no vision, it's it's kind of you're just listening. It's not it's not it's not much different. Yeah. No. It, yeah. it probably ain't. That, that, that's the thing, because I want to see it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> since, sure. Since I can. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I thought I felt like a redheaded stepchild for a little while because, man, I said, I, I, I got on about, I raised my hand about 825. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you just now got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing about us, Michael, we don't we don't have short phone calls. <laughs> no, we don't. No. Um, People that call want to want to talk for a bit. Just oh, yeah. remember. So, so, so who's your favorite baseball team? The Cardinals. The Cardinals. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we grew up. We grew up listening to Harry Carey on the Tupelo radio station when we, when yeah. we lived in Aberdeen. Yep. And only. Only station we could get would be KMOX in the afternoon, mm -hmm. and so and and Harry was good back then. Yeah, and uh, so we grew up Cardinal fans, and I'm still a Cardinal fan. And then um, and then uh, Joe Buck's dad, right? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah he 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 was a Cardinal announcer for a long time oh, there after was, Harry. Yeah, yeah he he was really good. Actually, he worked with Harry. Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were like partners. Yeah, that that was a big coup when Harry left the Cardinals and went to the Cubs. That was a you know. Did he, he go through the White Sox first? Did Harry do the he White did, Sox yes. too? Yes. Yeah. Well, so he he, kinda, he he sort of had to leave St. Louis. Yeah, mm. didn't he have an affair with uh, Augie Bush's uh, wife? There you go. Nice. <laughs> well, you know, and his son Skip. He was the St. Louis Hawks announcer, right? And then when the Hawks moved to Atlanta, uh -huh. he moved to Atlanta with the Hawks. And uh, 
you know, I, I, I started listening to Skip Carey, you know, Harry Carey Jr. Uh, uh-huh. on, um, on the uh, on TBS because they started covering all the, the Hawks games. And at the end of the game, when, when the Hawks were going to win, he'd say, it's cocktail hour. There you and, go. <laughs> yep. and then he went on and did the Atlanta Braves. And then I'll be doggone when the Orlando Magic uh, started up. The uh, television announcer for the uh, for the Orlando Magic Chip. was Chip Carey, which is Harry Carey the uh-huh. third, and uh, and so it was great to have. Uh, you know, I I knew had some mutual friends with him, and you know we'd go out and eat dinner, and he'd talk stories about you know his dad and granddad, and I mean, oh my gosh, and and now he's made a heck of a career for himself. He's now the Atlanta Braves announcer. Yeah. Yep. He's good. After, oh, after being with the Cubs for several years, he was he with the Cubs followed yeah. and his grandpa oh, yeah. and his dad. He, he started, yeah. he, he left Orlando and went to Seattle. And then, and then from there, I think went to the, the Cubs and, and, and then the Braves. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think one game they had Chip and Skip and uh, Harry did one game. Oh, uh, did they? Oh, yeah, one game. Uh, and several years ago, uh, but uh, uh, Chip was with the Cubs then, mm-hmm. and uh, no, yeah, the young one was with the Cubs. Yeah, Chip. And, I, Chip. I, not Skip, but Chip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and 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 Chip is the only one I think who's had no problem staying married to his wife. The rest of them <laughs> have had multiple, uh, yeah. multiple brides. Back on <laughs> chips again. Yes, yeah. back on chips. Yes, yes. A different kind of chip. Different kind yeah. of chip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is going to cost you some chips. <laughs> but now, now, my, now, now, Kenny, who called a while ago, now we do agree on the, the Celtics. Oh, okay. And my goodness. So, so were, did you start being a, were you a Celtics fan all the way back in like the, John Havlicek, Bill Russell kind I, I of have days, a John, or? I have a John Havlicek jersey. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I go back further, you know, I, the Jones boys and uh, Bill Russell and mm-hmm. Casey wow. uh, and the Tommy Heinsohn. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I miss the, the Bob Cousy era, but. Right, 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 right. But after that, I, I get probably 60. I started being a Celtics fan. What was the name of the Celtics announcer? God, I can't remember his name. Oh, I can uh, remember the like now. Was it I didn't like him. Tommy, Johnny, Heinz, Tommy Heinsohn or no? Heinsohn no, did TV. It, it was, but, he did TV. No, Johnny Johnny oh, Johnny um, Most. Johnny, Johnny Most. Yeah. Johnny Most. Yeah. No, well, you know, and, what it, it, who was the Lakers? Oh, uh, Chip Kern. I thought that was. Yeah. Yes. 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 Chip Kern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used mm-hmm. to like that. Here, Johnny Most was a good, good broadcaster. And, mm-hmm. uh, High uh, above the Boston Garden. Yeah. And then you steal my bird. <laughs> and I and I still think <laughs> yeah, the, stole the ball. The, the most amazing play <laughs> in in NBA history that I kind of had a, back when I had some decent low vision was when I think there was like one second left and the, and the Celtics were playing the Detroit uh, Pistons and Isaiah Thomas and all those gay guys. And, and Bird kind of sloughed off like he wasn't paying any attention. And uh-huh. all of a sudden he broke for the ball, intercepted the inbounds pass, threw it to um, 
Oh, what was his name? Dennis. Dennis Johnson, number three. Yeah, Dennis Johnson, and and he laid it in, and they beat they they beat the Pistons and went on to you know to the championship, and that was like you know everybody thinks about how good the Pistons were there, but they had they had some heartbreaks to get to that point where they were good enough to make it to the championship games. I, I think that was eighty five. Yeah, but that was like the most. Really, did he just do that? That was just like. Amazing. Well, yeah. I saw the mm-hmm. I, I saw the game that went Havlicek stole the ball and hit the jumper to win, mm-hmm. win it with no time left on the clock. Yeah, and that's when you know. But them guys played for the love of the game plus the money. But now they're just filthy rich. Oh, well, they make so much money now. It's it's yeah. kind of unbelievable. But remember, remember Red Auerbach when he used to light oh, up a cigar? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Red That's when the game was in the bag, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I can remember, and, and do they still have the Red Arbog bench and Quincy Market there in, in Boston, Rick? You know, where you can go Honestly, and sit on don't know, bench? Dan. I, I'm yeah. not sure. Don't I remember getting my picture made there. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Red wow. Auerbach uh, lived in Washington, D.C. after he retired. And ah. um, it became famous. He uh, would hold a Friday lunch at Tony Chen's, which is a famous Chinese restaurant in mm-hmm. downtown DC. And he'd pick the people that would come. And oh. uh, it became this, this really big deal. So he, you know, John Thompson, uh, the coach of George Chen, obviously Georgetown. played for him yep, yep, yep. Um, as well. And, and uh, uh, Tony Kornheiser, um, John Feinstein, um, just a lot of interesting, different, some people from the media, some people from, uh, you know, well-connected politicians and, mm-hmm. you know, in DC and, uh, it would get write-ups in the Washington post right up until the time that, that our back passed away. Um, oh, wow. they, it was like a who's who of, of folks. And they go wow. into this back room that Tony Chen himself had basically named the red hour back room and they mm-hmm. go in there and leave whenever they wanted. Um, you know, sometimes it would go till they get in there at noon and people stumble out of there at six o'clock. Um, and pretty, pretty cool stuff. And you wow. know who he kind of reminds me of from an icon standpoint? It's a wholly different sport is Tommy Lasorda with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of personality, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And they are. So the so the Celtics, the the Cardinals, the uh-huh. the Alabama Crimson Tide, uh-huh. And, uh huh, and, uh, and 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 how about how about pro pro football, the Cowboys? You're saying, yeah, if if they must play, yeah, uh-huh. I'm about sick of sick. Of, I, I I prefer college ball. It's just the the excitement. don't you. There's nothing like college football. Not that I don't like the NFL and, you know, and I love major league baseball and college basketball, but there's something about pro football, but college football, it, every game is so important and you've got all the rivalries and, Uh you know, you just never know what's going to, what's going to happen. You know, like that LSU Alabama game this year. Holy cow. What a football. (sighs) Two interceptions. That's all I can say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We would have won had not he thrown those two interceptions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his butt either. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, Michael and Allison, are are you going to sing us a song on your way out tonight? Have you got Have you got a tune for us? <laughs> no, we can't. No, no. Have time. We'll have to do that again. Uh, and I got, I, I've got to, I've got to tell you, I, I've, got, I've got to tell you, Michael. I think maybe the hottest I've ever been in my life, and I grew up in Florida, you know, and it, it don't get much hotter and more humid than this. Uh, was, I don't know about that. Now. Was 2018 at that St. Louis Cardinals oh. Atlanta Braves oh. game oh. at Bush Stadium three. Uh -huh. oh, oh my God, was that like an incubator was, oh my god was, that was so hot i checked the weather and it was 98 degrees outside the stadium yeah when we win and, and you can feel i mean i was sweating bullets oh it, it was just like i mean i didn't even drink a beer i just was ordering bottles of water it was so stinking hot yeah that, that's the way it is in here. Uh, you should be used to it in Orlando. I know I, I should be. But but, you know, the thing about, you know, everybody was like right neck, elbow to elbow. Well, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I have to say this. Uh, we were we got seated and I was comfortable. Right. And then somebody had the wise idea to make you sit in the seat that you kick it. A assigned seat, you know, so now yeah. 50 people are trying to find out what seat they're in without being able to read their ticket. And then, uh, oh, it was it was classic. Yeah, we had, we had the whole section and there were several empty seats. Yeah. Yeah. In front of us. And they said, God bless his heart. Larry Turnbull by me. Yeah. And Larry hung over half of my seat. Oh, <laughs> bless Larry. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I don't say that because I like Larry. Yes, but, yes, yes. Oh, was, my I goodness. Mean, we were el elbow to elbow. Uh, it, it was, you know, uncomfortable and so hot. Yeah. Never, I never want to go back to St. Louis again, at least not in Bush Stadium. <laughs> Ooh, man, that was brutal. That was miserable. Yeah. Well, but that's worst, that's, it's been that way here the, the last week. Hmm. Ouch. Well, Humidity is unreal. But yeah. uh, did, did Florida get hit with the hurricane today? Uh, it's going up the East Coast, so it, it looks pretty good, right? Last I last I saw, and so I, I think it's I think uh, our poor folks in in the Carolinas are probably going to get the worst of it. Yeah, I hate that, but yeah. But, uh, well, I enjoyed y'all talking with me. Well, I appreciate it, Michael mm -hmm. and Allison. Yeah. Have a good evening. Fun. We're looking forward to the song when you call in next time. Indeed. Okay. Uh, well, we'll call again. Call in again, and uh, we'll have something ready. Okay. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. One. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Okay. We got Mitchell. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, there. Hey, this is my good first evening. time logging into this thing. I'm fixing the late. Good to have you. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. I don't know who could have done a better job at putting that convention together in such a short time. <laughs> that thing was good. I liked it. 
Well, thank you very much. It's much appreciated. There are a lot of folks that were involved in preparing and putting it all together. I'm a major NASCAR fan. That's not. Yeah, I'm not into NFL or none of that. Okay. Who's your Who's your driver? Uh, Kevin Harvick from Bakersfield. Right on. Yeah. So you calling us from uh, Southern California? Yep, that's where I'm at. I'm in hot yeah. Southern California. Okay. Hey, Dan, what so, would you rather have, 105 or whatever you got over there in Florida? Well, I think we've temporarily lost oh, Dan. I, I'm back. Oh, I, there I, he I, is. I'm get, getting a refresh there. Hello, Mitchell. How are you? Right. I'm good. So you were asking about NASCAR? Yep. So, so I got to ask you a question about NASCAR. What? Who the heck is Cole Custer? A new guy who's doing great. He's a rookie, man. He came out of nowhere. Yep. Yeah, that was that was quite an upset. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jimmy so Johnson is not doing good. I think this this is Jimmy's last year too. This is his yeah. kind of swan song. Yeah. 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 You think you think he uh is he going to make the playoffs, you think? I don't know. I'm hoping he does better this year today uh, next yeah. week. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping he gets something at least. Yeah, they're they're off this week, right? Or they no, they're uh, off no, last they, week. They did yeah, the, they did the week. they did the champ the challenge there last week. Okay. Yeah. So they're back they're back tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, Leslie and I we're in a league. We we each pick four drivers each week. And and with there's three of us, so we kind of take like the top twelve folks. And these last two weeks have been quite upset. So no, nobody's had the winning driver the last two weeks. So the pot kind of keeps rolling over. So yeah, my mom's in, in that same kind of pool. Yeah, yeah. And where are they racing this week? Um, I don't remember where. I'm trying to think of where they're at. Yeah. Have they had any COVID nineteen issues at all? Uh, yeah, Johnson got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were, and they're, um, you know, that the younger driver for uh, Hendricks, he's doing pretty good. Um, Alex yeah, Bowman. Uh, yeah, Bowman. Yeah, he's yeah. he's doing pretty good. Yeah, and uh, it, well, there's a lot of there's kind of a changing of the guard, don't you think, Mitchell? I mean, the kind of the young guys are really doing well. Um, Blaney's yeah. doing good, uh, and um, Jones uh, is doing well. I mean, a lot of those young guys doing pretty good. Is that new guy uh, Bell? Bell, yeah, yeah. He he's yeah. doing well. Yeah. So i I think the uh, I think there's a changing of the guard a little bit here. You know that I, I don't think Kyle Busch has won a race all year. Nope. <laughs> yeah. You know that's that's kind of unusual for him this late. And in he's the been racing in multiple circuits, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he does the. He used to do the truck series and all yeah, kinds of things. Yeah, he still yeah. got that. Yeah. yeah, he's still doing it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, where are you from? Where you? Where are you uh, from, I'm Mitchell? From Bakersfield. Oh, Bakersfield. Okay, out in California. Yeah. yeah. yeah so what, I get what? all the triple digits. What you get over there in Florida, I get the same thing out here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what are your uh, what are your uh, what are your teams out there in California? Who do you root for? Besides NASCAR. That's about all I really go for because a lot of the rest of this stuff, it's visual, so you don't really get the same descriptions, but you get with that. Mm -hmm. 
Now, do you so, listen to like the Motor Racing Network? Do you, do you ever listen to like Eli Gold and those guys do the do the do the play by play? Or I got several di- uh, podcast feeds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always get so confused, Dan, with Eli Gold. I keep thinking touchdown Alabama. Yeah, anyway. I know. You know, he does the <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide and he does NASCAR. It's awesome. So it's like touchdown one Alabama. Two, what a one two punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got several different podcast feeds I got on my Victorator. So I, if I miss something, I can either that or record it. Yeah. NASCAR radio is pretty good on Sirius XM as well. But somebody was, yeah. we were having a discussion about uh, golf and watching golf on TV. And I just, I can't help but be lulled into a nap by listening to <laughs> to golf on TV, and it and it's not a bad thing. It's like, what do I want to do if I'm in a nap? Well, let's turn on some golf. Maybe the waste management in Phoenix is on, or whatever. Yeah. You know, like now, but now Eric, P- when you, uh, when you watch golf, do you find yourself like whispering to Rebecca? Because you know everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, you're like you're afraid to talk out loud exactly yeah i'm gonna (laughs) screw up uh yeah ricky fowler's putt on 17 or whatever yeah um but pga tour radio on sirius xm is really it's it's very good to listen to um Mm -hmm. it's very descriptive bob papa who calls new york giants uh games on the radio is one of the lead uh, announcers and Earl Forsey, and they do a really nice job of actually describing what's happening. So it's for like some of the majors will pop in on like a Sunday afternoon and listen. Mm-hmm. Has, uh, have any of you guys checked out that show, Adaptive TV? Adaptive TV? Yeah. Um, the, the outdoorsman? Uh, Adaptive uh, TV. Sports yeah. stuff? Yeah. yeah Lance, I out. actually had a conversation with Lance yesterday. He, yeah, um, he's done a couple of community like calls. Glove. Yeah. 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 Um, any idea how to watch that? I, de- I don't get it with my, on my cable. <laughs> that is a good question. I think if you were to go and Google it, um, I'm, I'm betting that a link would pop up for you to be able to. Yeah. Cause I found that archive of that recording from the ACB events feed. That caught my interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, you it's pretty give cool. Him a call, call in the next time he's on. Yeah, yeah. He um he intends to do more uh, with us, and uh, he runs you know he runs a nonprofit that yeah you know uh, the TV show sort of uh, generates Isn't revenue it? to support yeah. the the nonprofit and basically you know gets uh, gets blind visually impaired people out hunting and doing outdoor. Uh, outdoor stuff. Um, That's which, much you know, rafting and yeah, and the yeah. price. You know, where are you gonna find something with just the one, a uh, twenty-five dollar prize and no having to scrunch money for airfare and all that? You're not gonna find mm-hmm. that much. That's right. <laughs> no. That's right. No, it's a well, cool thing. Another thing I've noticed is all these community calls. <laughs> I've noticed there hasn't been nothing on Jaws topic. I'm tempted to get a pro license, and I emailed Cindy. She hasn't replied to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I do know that we've had um, the folks from Vespero on Main Menu, mm-hmm. uh, Main Menu Live, which is the kind of our flagship technology show on ACB Radio Mainstream. Um, within the last month or so, 
and they spent uh, for part of that two hours quite a bit of time talking about Jaws. So what I meant was, you know, I've seen stuff where you know where people ask, you know, where you guys ask what you know what is your favorite part of this of a tour or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant by that, you know. What's your sure. favorite Jaws feature, and you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of it is organic, so. Yeah. Um, you know, if there, if there are folks out there that want to, that want to talk about, you know, Jaws, um, and what's going on with it, I think that's great. In addition, there's likely going to be more, uh, Jaws and Zoom text type content that's coming up on, uh, these community calls over the next few months. Um, because I do know that Vespero is interested in doing more with us. Yeah, I've gotten a lot out of those calls. <laughs> to, tell you what a, to tell you what a small world it is, Leslie and I are down at happy hour tonight, and we're talking to this woman named Holly, who's an attorney from from Dallas, Texas, previously from, from Omaha. And she says, she's like, well, you all are both blind. She says, I do a lot of traveling. And she said, I was in, I, I was in, Panama, you know, not the city, but the country. She yeah. said, I was in Panama and, um, and this, I, I this, uh, through a mutual friend, I had dinner with the inventor of Jaws. And I said, huh? I mean, how do you even know about Jaws? And so Whoa. she goes on with this conversation and she says, yeah, she says, I can't remember his name, but I've got it in my iPhone. Let me look it up here. He says he was a race car driver and he lost his sight and then went on to invent Jaws. And he she says his name is Ted Hinter. Mm-hmm. And I had dinner with him and she brings up the picture of her and him having dinner together. And, you know, they're the motivational speaker. And, and it's like, now, who knew that the, a conversation about Jaws and Ten Hitter would come up at a happy hour? Yeah. You just never know. And she says, I don't know what the name of the company is now. Yeah. So that that was pretty wild. <laughs> Holy cow, yeah. Yeah. So who, who knows? <laughs> so, um, well, thank you, Mitch. Uh, what, are you, what are you drinking tonight? I got a um, cup of orange juice sitting here on my table. Very nice. Right on. Okay. Now, hopefully that's Florida orange juice. I don't know the brand. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, man. Well, hey. A, a week, is this an every weekend thing? Or? Well, we, we tried to do it about every second or third week uh, in, but uh, we, we, we had a little hiatus with the convention, but we're going to try to get back at it. So. All right. Thanks for listening and participating. Yeah. We really have a good evening. It. Have a good evening, guys. We're, we're down to our last caller, and it's Donna. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello from Virginia. Well, well welcome. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I've been uh, waiting a long time to speak to you guys. So, I'm really happy that you guys are back on. I've been wondering when you were going to come back on because I love sports. In our house, there's sports on. At least once a day. Okay, good. Yes, because we follow right now. We're watching the Oakland A's. We just finished watching a little bit of the New York Yankees. We mm-hmm. are we're Redskins fans, and I'm also a, a Los Angeles Rams fan. And we also are um, Washington Capitals fans. The the team f- formerly known as the Redskins, right? 
Right, right. Well, it's hard to let go of saying it, you know. Oh, and also, yeah. I'm a big fan of college football, too. Oh, okay. And I am a fan of the University of Virginia Cavaliers. Okay. The Cavaliers. Yeah. Yes. NCAA basketball champions. The last time we had a champion. That's right. We were just talking about that. We're a champion until we play. Until Still we play defending. Still That's right. defending. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And we, um, our football team is looking up. I mean, they're doing better mm-hmm. than they were. They're, they're doing better. Yeah. And um, I was, you know, that's been, it's been really hard to <laughs> watch through all that, but it's great yeah. that we brought, I knew when they brought Bronco on, I knew it was going to get better. Oh, yeah. Uh, because well, I've and, seen his work. Did, did Do we the, know, is uh, that his did, real name? Is that Bronco? Bronco? Yes. Yes. Hmm. It's mm-hmm. just such a badass name. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he he would like never be have... like a. He couldn't grow up to be a computer programmer, right? Like no way. No, no. He, he had to be like a middle linebacker, you know. Type exactly. Guy. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But yeah. Well, and, so, and go ahead. And the Barber twins played for Virginia, right? Yeah. Tiki and and Rodney Barber. Yeah. Yes. They were both yes. great pros. Yeah. As a matter, as a matter of fact, um, uh, I don't remember which team took him. One of our um, our quarterback from last year just got uh, he just got put into the NFL. He, he got he did get put in the NFL. I was so happy. Oh. Yeah, I saw oh, it yeah. on the yeah I saw it on Facebook. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so you know, I mean, I have to tell you something funny because. Since I'm watching the game, I saw it on this game we're watching. We saw one of those cutouts, and it's all over the stands and a lot of the stadiums now. We mm-hmm. saw one, it's a picture of a lady, and she's wearing a mask in her picture. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in her cutout. I love it. That's yeah, in her cutout, she's wearing a mask and cracks so, it up. I, I watched some of the Dodger Giants game last week. And uh, Will Smith hit a home run, and it went into the uh, into the outfield stand. <laughs> and there was a cardboard cutout of some boy. He had to be like thirteen or fourteen. I don't know what the deal was with his cutout, yeah. but it hit him in the head and bent his <laughs> head back. That was awkward. Decapitated him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the announcers were compelled to talk about it. <laughs> like, oh God. Do you so, get like you get like bonus points for that? Is that exactly, worth an extra yeah, run yeah. or something? Yeah, Ooh, if you, yeah, if you like knock a head off. Mouth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with one of the teams, um, the it's either the because uh, I, I wasn't paying attention to where we were at the time. Right now we're playing Seattle. Oakland is, and um, I think it's Seattle. So if a um, foul ball hits your cutout, they will actually mail that ball to you oh. wow. <laughs> I know. I know. wow i'm like now, wow now, now are are you an oakland a's fan yes okay so how does a gal living in virginia become an oakland athletics fan i was very young my brother did it to me he he was an oakland a's fan for a while and then I got to like them, and I never went away from it. Now, now I feel is like this the back in the days when they were like winning the World Series every year with Catfish oh, yeah, was, Hunter and Blue Moon Odom, and yeah, yeah, it was back in the it was back Blue in the, and all. Yeah. yeah, it was in the seventies. Oh uh, yeah, I started, yeah. 
And I remember when they were playing the World Series and um, the earthquake struck. I was actually studying for mm. psychology exam for college. <laughs> oh, that was like the, what the '89 World Series. It was mm -hmm. it was a base series, right? It was the Giants and the right. Eight. Yeah, yeah, and they had the yeah. earthquake. Oh, yeah, wow. indeed. And they the had earthquake uh, during yep. the NLCS. In, uh, yep. Yeah, against the Giants yeah. and the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, Giants and, and you, Cubs. Okay. And when you speak of heat and baseball, my husband and I have been to the Nationals Stadium mm -hmm. on the Fourth of July when it's a hundred degrees. Yeah, I'm telling it's, you, it it was brutal. It, uh, and we, no air moving. Yeah. Yes, and we've done mm -hmm. it a couple times. We finally had to move into the shade because it was just so outrageous. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Oh, and I got <laughs> to go with a friend. We went, I went one time to, we went to see um, Oakland play Baltimore, some friends and I, because they, um, they knew I liked them. And so anyhow, we went up there. And because my friend, they were supposed to give her a handicap seat for her wheelchair. They didn't have room or they ran out or something happened. They put us in one of the um, suites because of it. Oh, nice. Yes. Very nice. It, it was truly amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I don't know about you, but when I, um, so when I watch the games, a lot of times I'm doing other things same time. Sure. When I, when I look, it looks different, but when I'm not looking, it sounds a lot of the same. Except yeah. for my Oakland A's, the sound, I'm not as happy with the sound. It's not as loud because I'm used to hearing their drum, the boom, 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 and the horns and stuff that they blow and oh. all that. And you're sort of hearing that in the noise, but it's not as loud as usual. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and well, some also, of those Oakland athletic games can be sparsely attended too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Kind of like, the like, Tampa, the like the Tampa Bay Ray games. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I yeah. Well, yeah. you know, the stadium's huge. I mean, it's like... Oh, yeah. It would You, you could fit the national stadium inside oh. of it. <laughs> a, oh, yeah. It's a football stadium, right? It's so, got, like, yeah. more foul space yeah. than any stadium in, in <laughs> baseball, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, that's right. Yeah. And also, I also like... Because, see, I'm really eclectic with my sports. So, I mm -hmm. also like... Um, of course, I do, I do um, vote for the nationals because I live here and I follow them and we've got national mm -hmm. stuff. And I have to because my husband's a fan. I also am a fan of um, the Yankees. <laughs> oh, now how is that possible? <laughs> okay, because mm -hmm. so I didn't think I was a fan, right? And one of my friends kept arguing with me about it. She says, but you like this player and this player and this player from the past. She said, I hate yeah. to tell you, they were Yankees, you know, <laughs> at one point. Yeah. And she says, so uh, you're a Yankees fan. So it's fine. Uh -huh. But then I, lo I love uh -huh. Jeter. So, you know, when Jeter was playing for them, I, I mean, I couldn't help myself. Oh, but, uh, well, and Jeter made the play of his career against the A's in the playoffs there. Uh, I know. It was hard. Yeah. I mean, when they would play each other, I almost was just like, whoever wins, wins. You know, it, it was like, it, 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 yeah, it was like, I'm like, mm, no. I just can't stress this. I'm just going to have to be happy because I like both teams. So right. <laughs> I'm just going to let it be. Well, but well, like, and I can't, uh, I can't imagine how good the A's would have continued to be if they hadn't, if free agency hadn't come in. Right. Cause they won like three straight world championships and they had Reggie Jackson and they had, uh, you know, uh, Gene T uh, tennis and, 
Campanella, uh, Campaneras, and I mean Sal Bando. They were so good. Yeah. They were just so so good, and they had the, the, the most amazing pitching staff. You know, and yeah. Raleigh Fingers was their closer. I mean, oh my God, they were good. Oh yeah, yeah. and we almost yeah, uh, we almost made it to the playoffs last year. You know, and then of course mm-hmm. you know I've I've lived through you know I've had some good stuff to happen too with other sports like. Of course, I remember when the um, Capitals won the Cup. Oh, that's I, great. I pretty much jumped through the ceiling almost to my neighbor upstairs, and I'm sure they heard <laughs> me screaming. Hey, they're and, starting yeah. back up on Monday, right? Yes, I know. I was getting ready to say that. I, I'm very excited about that. They've actually been playing, um, you know, just um, games. Exhibition just games. Mm-hmm. But I'm more excited about to see what happens with this because it'd be very interesting because everybody's so raw right now. You know, nobody's been able to do much. They, you know, the Capitals got to practice a little bit, but you know, nobody's really had a lot of opportunity. And um, and then of course, like I say, you know, UVA winning their thing uh, for basketball, and of course. Last year, the football team finally won over Virginia Tech. Now, I'm sorry, that was the best. Mm, that was, that was the huge. Best. Yes, because we haven't won that series for years, and <laughs> yeah. I, I, I lost my mind. I'm just saying. I mean, so lately, I've had some really good, um, um, you know, sports stuff. As a matter of fact, the the day after the uh, Capitals won their cap, their national, you know, their cup, I actually got. Um, interviewed by Channel Five by Tucker, uh, the the weather Tucker guy. Tucker Barnes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, he interviewed me um, because I was telling him about the blind hockey league I was on for a while. At that point, I was on the blind hockey league in in our area, and so I got to talk about the blind hockey league a little bit. <laughs> I was so excited about that, you know, to be able to give the league you know, and and just the the game the 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 to tell people that you know blind people are out there playing that stuff and that that kind of thing exists now i was really excited to get that out there and talk about it a little bit and he was excited to hear about it but it was very fun to do that and i was truly excited the best championship celebration ever was the capitals coming back with the cup and celebrating in public for about a week straight, yeah, uh, going and drinking heavily drinking and at the, the Nationals game yeah. with Ovechkin throwing out the first pitch, yeah. And he had an Aaron first pitch, and guess what happened? He went, he went to Scherzer, Max Scherzer, who is the the guy that was receiving the first pitch. He said, "I want to do it again." Uh, so they allowed uh, him to do yeah. it again, which was hilarious. Yeah. You never see yeah. that. Then they they leave there just to. The, the the suite was just filled with empty beer cans. They, they get into their motor coach and they go over to Georgetown. They take a dip in a pond over there. <laughs> yep. And, and all of this is in public and the fans are hanging out with them. They're buying beers for fans. They wind up in Arlington that night at a really nice restaurant. Oh, I think only half the players had shirts on. And, and yep. it was just... It was just nuts, it, and it went on for days. And they just it, and the parade was they awesome. were embraced. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and isn't it one of those things with the, when you win the Stanley Cup, don't, don't, doesn't each player get to keep the trophy for like a day or something day. and do whatever yeah. they want to with and it? They did, and they did bizarre stuff with it. I mean, you know, these people, like one of the players ate cereal out of it. <laughs> another one his kid did and another and they were all drinking beer out of it and yeah I mean, can, can you imagine what that cup was like when it well, when all I mean, the- it was cleaned i have to imagine after <laughs> i'm sure but each, yeah i i, I- <laughs> If I remember, I think there's like some sort of a like a delegate that goes along with the cup, right? Like like there, a secret yeah, a secret service agent exactly. that doesn't let the cup out people. of their sight mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, two yep. people. Yeah. yeah, that's yep. bizarre. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. They they even have pictures of Ovechkin um laying with on the plane sleep and him cuddling it and everything, and and then they have it. They have a picture of him laying in bed with it, you know, by his wife and. It was it's all the pictures and, and just all the stuff. You, every day there was news reports. Okay, today they're doing. It was just. It was a party for weeks. It was. Oh, it, it had to go on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was truly awesome, and and um, I, I just I'm so glad I got to see that. And uh, one of my and, and I would never really. I mean, I probably would have experienced it and enjoyed it, but a friend actually got me into hockey um from work because they they had a ticket a couple tickets to give and people so i'm like nobody could take it and i'm like oh i can take them and it was Mm -hmm. the day before thanksgiving uh, like six years ago or something like that and i got to go to my first hockey game and um i was so excited and then i found out that going to a hockey game i can get a headset to put on and i can hear Mm -hmm. the um radio announcer telling that so now whenever i go you know and i have friends who are also visually impaired that um one of them's a college student now and the other one's a teenager and um a senior in high school and we meet up sometimes with their parents and we all go to the game and you know get our headsets and everything oh it's awesome the way they take care of people um at the um arena and um, arena is great it's awesome i don't know if you have you ever done it eric Oh yeah, I've been to a lot of lot of Bulls fan. Yeah, I've been to Wizards games there as well. But uh, yep. yeah, I'm a huge Caps fan. So yep. Mm. No, I just love sports. I mean, um, I would like to go to. I would even like to go to the arena football they have. You know, at the mm-hmm. Capitol Arena that Washington mm-hmm. just got a team, and that would be fun to see. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm. Yep, I play. You know, it, it, I, I have to say, you know, it's really cool to be able to be in um, sports. And I was really happy to get to do some of that. I'm sure y'all were, you know, if you've gotten to do any, you know, because as a kid, I watched my brother do everything and I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. So it was really cool. You know, like when I got to do USABA one time and then, but later when I got to do beatball and then, um, um, and then of course the blind hockey league. So it's, I'm so excited that things are starting to become more and more accessible for us to play sports and be a part of it and thank you guys for such a good conference and i really enjoyed it and um i have i got a friend into acb right before it started he enjoyed it and um it, it, it's just awesome and the community calls are amazing so you guys are doing amazing well, and i'm gonna be and i'm gonna be sending you a note uh email dan because i've got things i want to do so 
Okay. Well, give, give me give cool. me a shout. All right. Well, thank you. And Thanks, thank Donna. you for being our, uh, our last caller. Have a good night. You too. Take care, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Sure.